later on confirmed. I can say I was not like a real professional. I played CS Source on a high level before I, CSGO came out. I took the opportunity when CSGO came out to, to give it my all. I played Hearts Out uh, before um, the game was released. I got a spot in, in that NIP team only because of me grinding and um, yeah, playing a lot of CS. So if you are like a semi-pro or you have been like high elo on phase, it, now is your time. Don't sit and play CSGO move over to CS2 and grind your hearts out. Best Esports Oz. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? Trade.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy-to-use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.gg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Counter-Strike fans around the globe, welcome back to another episode of HLTV Confirmed. Quick shout out to the sponsors, 22Bet. Remember to gamble responsibly. Still series, uh, this is the best wireless headset I've ever, I've ever used, actually, even though it's currently wired, but uh, that's because it's plugged into my microphone. Anyway, that's not the point. Uh, and uh, trade.gg. You want to trade some skins, head over there, check out what they've got. Uh, look, today, we've got Counter-Strike fever. Uh, you can see Striker, he's sweating profusely. He's just, he, he can't get enough of it. We've got some people out there, they're gagging at the idea of uh, having to move over to something new, something incomplete. We've got others frothing at the mouth, like Cirque over here to bloody grind some CS2 and get his teeth stuck in. Loving it. We've got uh, joined by Freiburg as well. And I was trying to think of a good way to introduce you, Freiburg. Obviously, I could go major winner. That's a bit former you know, king of banana. I don't yeah, have the, the oh, you've lost anymore. it now. That's yeah. right. You've, no the monarch has gone. But I was gonna go. I, I was thinking from the NIP days, like you're basically one of the Beatles. You know, you, you're NIP like the Beatles of Counter Strike. I don't know if that except still alive, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying from their, <laughs> their cultural impact. We have got that going on with you know Maui's references of recent day. That's the you know I think quite the impact of NIP. Uh, but you two gentlemen today, uh, it's great to have you here. Obviously, Cirque of uh, former EG fame, but uh, now fame of top of the CS2 leaderboard, mate. We've obviously got someone with a lot of matchmaking expertise in here to help us. So thank you for uh, giving up some of your time. Otherwise, I'm sure you'd be playing right now, yeah? I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> Even though it's, it's been slowing down a little bit, like the hype around the people I play with, but we're still playing a lot. How much do you play? Actually, the first days we played a lot. Like we played like 14 hours a day. Jesus, we played Christ. a lot. Like the first three days ah. we grinded so hard. How many wins but do you now, have now? Like how many games have you played already? I have no idea, but I know I have around 100 wins. I don't know how many losses. Okay. I've lost a couple, so. But like not many, right? It's like up to 20 or something, probably. Yeah, around 20, I would say. Yeah. So okay, are you still playing like CS:GO at the same time, or is it like exclusively CS:2 at the moment? 
Well, I play CSGO with uh, my friends sometimes because there's some online cups on Face It that we play sometimes during the weekend. But that's pretty much it, really. Okay, so you're still going back and testing the feel every now and again, but you're mainly just playing CS2. Yeah. Okay. And Adam, I imagine, uh, well, you can't be grinding 14 hours a day with a family and everything like that. So uh, when you're streaming and you're putting time in, um, is it just CS2 or you, you, you're going to CSGO as well? Yeah, uh, kind of the same. We've just been playing CS, uh, CS2. Um, yeah. Yesterday I played a tournament in CSGO and uh, it was um, weird kind of coming back to, to CSGO actually after playing for like a full week we've been playing. In, it, it's also not long queue times, right? So we've mm. been saying like we haven't even taken lunch break from we've been grinding. We've been on since 10 a.m. till like 4 p.m. in the afternoon yeah. just grinding. So it's been fun though. Yeah, and I think that's that's one of the things. Like at the moment, everybody there's a bit more of a community kind of vibe around it at the moment because so many people are getting into it. There's so many streamers like turning it on now. Like Stewie's getting back into it and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's it's reminded me of the early CS:GO days in a way where people are exploring this new thing and it's bringing um, that vibe back. Have Have you been watching much of uh, that going on, Striker? Or have you been glued yeah, I mean, to the CS:GO tournament? Occasionally, I mean, I, I watch some of the streams just to to catch up. I played a couple of games. I haven't been able to play enough to like get a get a rating or whatever. But I want to do that this week. I hope I will get to do that this week. I've had a lot of stuff happening, um, so yeah, I, I'm still playing a bit of a catch up. But I like the conversation because it's as you say, you know, like it's especially now that so many people have it. Like top of Reddit is literally like 90% CS2. You know, everybody wants to know like. Up takes 128 take 4064 take how does face it feel blah, blah blah like everybody's talking about everything all the time like it is a big community thing at the moment yeah we, we have a lot of um uh, different nuggets to dig into and a lot of them adam we experienced back in the transition to see us go in the first place like uh, these little things that are like annoyances or slight differences and uh, things that people um maybe don't enjoy because it means they have to learn something new but and I know this is the sentiment and it feels like there's, it's it's very clear at the moment. There's people who are like, this this is not good because it's not, they feel it's not ready, which, you know, no one's saying it's ready. And there's also the other group that's like, well, previously it was worse than how things are right now. But the, the answer's in the middle, right? It's like, we're going, I, I kind of feel we're going in the right direction. How do you feel about all of this, Adam, as someone who's seen seen an awful lot? Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't even know if people remember how it was, was back in um, 2000. 12 when uh when csgo was about to come out like the game was absolutely horrendous in beta like literally unplayable i think they made csgo to be more of like a console game um yeah, so with the it wheel was, and everything yeah it was it was absolutely horrendous so, like coming into this beta now and actually seeing also how like in only a, like a few weeks how the updates have, have changed how much they've actually done I, I'm very optimistic that CS, CS2 will get to where CSGO have been or are and beyond like this will be the, the biggest jump that we're probably going to see because now we can also get, like you said, Stewie from Valorant or like other people who are coming back to CS and also like perhaps grabbing a few of the Valorant players as well. So I think yeah, I'm not I'm not worried at all. I'm pretty sure we're going to get everything sorted out. I am worried about like what the other people are writing about, about the game feeling a bit sluggish and everything. Um, I am afraid that we will have to, you know, get the pe like pl people playing matchmaking and other like pros will be on a third party provider um, instead of uh, playing in the actual game. That, that was what I'm looking forward to the most, uh, that mm. we will have everything in the game.
Yeah, I think this is this is one of those this is one of those many conversation points that are popping up at the moment. But uh, gentlemen, now that we've we've quite generally set the table here, let's uh, we got we've got to skin you know off the bat here. So we'll get into some fun and games early. Uh, we're about to find out what this is, but the two of you in combination uh, will be doing this. Skin you know the quiz. We've got uh, multiple questions, multiple choice. Uh, everybody in chat right now can be typing trade it. This is brought to you by TradeIt.gg. And uh, for every question you guys get right, we're going to move it up the uh, ladder. And if there could be a $50 uh, skin voucher for TradeIt.gg. So people start spamming that in chat right now and uh, we can get things underway. Yeah, all right. Well, you can click that little link and uh, yeah, we can go from there. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. All right. Uh, this is Who Wants to Be a Skin? You know, brought to you by TradeIt.gg. Question number one. This is the first time I'm seeing these as well. Uh, questions for Freiburg. Uh, what was Cirque's only entry in the HLTV top 20? Was it number 15 in 2018? Was it number 18 in 2019? Or was it number 16 in 2020? Oh, um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this is 2018. It's either 2018 or 19. I feel like. 2020 is out of the question, but I don't I know the know. answer. Wait. But they won New York in 2019. Yeah, exactly. I was I was gonna say when they like moved over to EG, that was the first yeah. win I remember. They won Star Series after that too. Yeah. So 15 I, seconds. Yeah, 15 seconds. I'm taking my time here. I'm trying to think. Like, the, they were really good. 20 like when they made the switch from Energy to EG. So I'm gonna go with 2019 then. Okay, locking in. Good logic, I like it. 18 in 2019, the nice. correct answer is, drum roll please, Cirque. I think he's given the confirmation that the green light. Of course, of course. Comes nice. on through, correct answer. All right, we boiled that Same. one down. All right, <laughs> you question. Really, you really thought about it. <laughs> question number two. <laughs> question for Cirque. How many MVP medals from HLTV does Freiburg have? None, one, or three? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's not none. I feel like it's one. I'm pretty positive it's one, but I don't, I'm not really sure. Kinda, it's kind of hard for me. Rocky, you got anything? I know, I know there it? has been, like, I can name one. The thing is, I can't name any other one, so I can name one. So maybe he's right. I Wait, so you're saying there's more? No, I think, no, I'm saying that I, the only one that I know, is, like, I can name, you know, <laughs> because that's the major. That is true. All right. I'm going to go with one. Going for yeah. one? Lucky yeah. B, one. Correct answer is one. And it's probably nice. the best one to get. It's yep. probably yeah. the only one that really matters. True. That is Get true. right said he would trade all his, like, what is it, 13, 14 for mine. Yeah, right? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. A major MVP is the yeah. one that I would imagine matters the absolute most. Uh, all right. Question number three. Oh, my thing. Luke, there it is. Whew. I thought my computer broke. It was all over. Anyway, uh, question for Freiburg. Cirque's best result at a major was at Starlight at Major Berlin 2019, and it was a top four, a top eight, or the legend stage? Okay, let me think. Berlin was the Avangar Astralis final. Um, Avangar made it through beating, like, I can't remember. Like, So this must have been NRG. I'm actually, I'm actually not sure if they made it to the playoffs. This might be a tricky question here. 
I can tell you, um, I can give you a hint. The boss yeah. has the famous 1v, 1v3 with like 3 HP against them from from the major. Oh, yeah. oh my like god. Like with the train pistol, like oh, from, yeah, from yeah. the ramp. 10 seconds. Oh my god, ten, I'm taking my timer. Okay, I'm gonna say top 8 then. Let's top go eight. top 8. Yeah, Lock, quarterfinals. Logan B, top 8. Correct answer is. <sighs> top 4. You lost to Astralis, right, sir? Yeah, we got destroyed. Yeah, and okay. on the other side of the bracket, it was uh, Avangar versus Renegades in that yeah. semi-final. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, they made it. If they made it to the final there, it's a very winnable final against Avangar or Renegades. So, but you were playing the best team ever at the time. So, yeah, we know. were very hyped because we beat them in group stage, but they just destroyed us with experience in the playoffs. In the big match. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, and there was that train clip is like that's if anything should have had graffiti. I feel like that's a graffiti moment. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, a bit of a shame. From upper, no? Yeah. CT upper and yeah, yeah. But honestly, I always wonder if if that clip didn't happen and we won the pistol, maybe the game is completely different. Yeah, right. Because, For sure. Because it was like, it was like, crazy. like was it really one sided, the, the the train one? No, train wasn't, but overpass oh, okay, I think okay. was one sided. But I feel like we were a momentum team, you know? So when that happened, I mean we were kinda sad, you know. Yeah, those things then, can like really slow the start of games. It's fucked. Yeah, and then afterwards you see he's one HP and we're all scared, and then he's <laughs> just tapping us while we're strafing. It's like it's, it's bad. Yeah, one one that yeah one that you probably have some some unfortunate nightmares about. All right, well, uh, let's see if we can get into the next question. We have uh, what two out of three so far. Let's see if we can salvage this here. We need uh, two more questions to come on through. Question number four. Question for Cirque. Freiburg's stint for a North American organization was for. Cloud9, Optic, or Rogue? I know this. It's Optic. Right. I mean, I've played against him, so... Locking it in. Locking it straight in. How, how was that time, Adam? Did you enjoy your little North American stint? Um, Everyone's had one. You know, Sirk yeah. had a long one. <laughs> I had one. You had one. We all had one. It was a weird time, definitely. Uh, but coming from NIP, being like in the same team for many years, it was very refreshing and renewing for me. I was also in-game leading for the first time in that team. So obviously, like we wanted higher, more success than what we had. But I think we got to like top 15 HLTV ranking. Um, we literally qualified almost for every big tournament through North America, which some people were salty about <laughs> since we were kind of like an EU team playing for Optic. But yeah, um, we we could have done better. Uh, we were most likely like a, maybe a change or two away from uh, even getting even better. So it was still fun though and very, it was a good thing for my career, I should say. Hmm, getting uh, fresh new air. That was Magisk, Alu, HS. Who's the last one I'm missing? Mixwell. Mixwell, I am. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. Damn. That's, it's, it's interesting to see where everyone's ended up since then as well, right? Like HS we just had in, in Pro League with, uh, yeah. he was, he yeah. was playing uh, with like Olimp orcs, and SNX. Right. Yeah, orcs, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, it's interesting. That's, and Mixwell's over there in Valorant now. All right, let's, uh, let's get to the fifth and final here for Skinnynet. Question for both. Okay. On April the 6th, 2021, your teams met in the quarterfinal of Snow Sweet Snow 3. Who won? EG with Cirque, Dignitas with Freiburg, or this match never happened? Uh, this was the game Forrest did a sick ace with the AWP on Inferno against you guys, but I cannot remember if we beat you guys or not. We, like, we made it pretty far in this Snow Sweet Snow. We played those every week, but they never won one of them. I don't know. Do you know, Cirque? Yeah, I was just going to say that Oh, 30 seconds. I'll tell you after, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I know we were boot camping in Serbia during this time, but I have no idea who won. I don't even remember this match. Uh, <laughs> that's the only highlight I remember from it is Forest Offing, but 
It's a 50-50. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. But are you sure? Because I see this match never happened. Are you sure we played each other? We. Okay, five seconds. Okay. I, that, yeah, I'll go EG with Zerg call. and it's on, on me. EG, EG with, with Zerg, Zerg. Okay, all right. And it's you on take me responsibility yeah, yeah. So I'm fine <laughs> I am pretty sure he, but yeah. Oh shit, here we go. The correct answer is oh, EG nice. with Zerg. The gamble's nice. paid off, Adam. It's come through. Dude, well, Adam, gonna... Adam remembers the loss. You don't remember the win, apparently, Zerg. Yeah, but I was going <laughs> to say that you have insane memory. Like, I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I... I... There's like highlights, right? Coming in, like, for example, this round I remember Forrest uh, only because he played on B Inferno for once with AWP and he aced you guys. Um, that was the only highlight I remember from that game. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's still, though, like, fuck. You recall in details of the matches. It made it, it made it a 50 50 choice after that. Yeah. Game, so it was yeah. useful. All right. Uh, we have our winner. Uh, this is from Host B, a skin unit brought to you by trader.gg. Uh, Marks, it is spelled M A R Q Q S underscore. Uh, there it is. Didn't uh, load the follow time, so I can't say how long they've been following for, but that's when our people contact your people. That's been uh, Skinnyner. And uh, now we can get back uh, into, well, that was a nice, see, that's a that's a great way. It's an introduction to the two. What a fantastic quiz. What a, you know, introduction to the people, some of the things they've done, round of applause. If if Prof wrote that, great job. If Dimitri wrote that, great job. I definitely didn't do it. Striker, you didn't. Dimitri didn't did do it. it. Nope. Fan fantastic work from Dimitri there. Nice little nuggets throughout the career of both gentlemen here and even the overlap. Wow. Wow. You've got to really bask in the glory of moments like that. All right, uh, lads, we can move in uh, to the chunkier conversation now. Um, I wanted to get some checks and balances, and I think we set the table on one of them before where uh, you guys said that you have played a little bit of CSGO while playing CS2. Um, so you're still kind of keeping the feel between the two and I guess being able to acknowledge uh, where the differences lie. But one of the other things I wanted to ask, and I guess we'll start with uh, you here, Adam, because you're doing st some streaming. What What's your rig? What computer are you running? Like what graphics card? And and like it's mainly graphics card. I imagine processor plays a big deal. And I'm an idiot as far as computers come. But if you say you have like a 3080, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I have a 2080. Um, okay. Not even, not, not even a 2080 Ti. I think it's called like Super or something. And uh, I have a CPU... AMD Ryzen 5950X, so it, it was fairly good, like top of the line back at least a couple of years ago when all the like CSGO players kind of switched over to AMD. And how does it, how does it feel like it runs comparatively from like CSGO to CS2, like how, how much of the frames are tanking, does it feel chuggy, like what, were you feeling big differences? I've been noticing a lot when people are blowing up smokes and they okay. are like people actually like you can actually see someone when you blow up the smoke. Mine, my FPS has been like down to the bottom. Mm. Um, it could be settings related. Like I've, I'm still tweaking uh, literally almost every day um, my video settings because I'm not sure if anyone knows like the perfect the, settings. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Perfect settings yet. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm still switching every day, but uh, FPS wise, I don't have any issues um, at all playing um, CS2. I think it's like over uh, ancient when you're running in the water and you're mm -hmm. like seeing people running in the water, like the splashes, um, then my FPS goes really far down. But are you uh, running native res? Like what, what are you um, running? Yeah, well, I'm or sixteen ten, so it's okay. still like not four by three. I'm I switched over to sixteen ten stretched uh, okay. for CS two now, but uh, I'm like comparing CS go to the FPS I have in CS two. It's fairly similar, a little bit lower in CS two, but still fairly similar, and obviously room for for optimization still. So I'm not too worried about it, and I don't think 
people who are playing um, CSGO with their PC and running is fine. I don't think they should be worried about the, the transition to CS2 either. Okay, so on a 2080, you're still feeling things are pretty okay. So tell me you're rocking like a 4090, it's water cool, it's like popping off. What's, what do you, what, what's the rig looking like, mate? No, actually, like when I uh, got back to Bulgaria, because I wasn't home for so long, so I never really cared about my PC here. Like I would like play only for a very little time, so I had to upgrade. And I just switched my CPU, which is 13700K from Intel. And then my GPU, I think is 2070 Super or whatever. And I'm running fine, honestly. But one thing for me is that in CSGO, I felt like it didn't matter what PC you have, but you always have those stutters in the start of the game for like two or three times when you see an enemy, your game will just stutter. Mm. That's how I felt. And it's, I'm happy that in CSGO you don't have that. And what Freiburg said about Ancient, I feel like everyone is complaining about Ancient. They're saying they have very low FPS and Anubis, I think it was. But the other maps, I feel like are pretty good. And I also wanted to add that I played the first beta where it was only D2 because there was a FPL during that time. Mm. And the FPS was so much worse. So they've done a they've done a great job. Like honestly, at that time I didn't have higher than hundred FPS. And now I'm like okay. I have like four hundred. Yeah, so... I mean there's every every couple of updates there's just live like improved optimization like for performance or whatever. And like then there's people coming up with all these tests for FPS and it literally makes like a twenty FPS difference, you know, for every one of those updates. So it feels like they are improving something, you know, they are seeing some results from these um from the beta. But but to be to be like fair, I I'm trying to think I th like, and I'm going to say things that are going to make me sound like a clown. So I'm sorry to all the people who know shit about computers out there. But I think the tournament, like stock PCs, are probably running like 2080s, but they're like overclocked. Like the the CPU is like overclocked, and everything is kind of like tweaked and optimized. I don't. Th and it's like it's also I again like in CS2 graphics card works is more important, right? More, yes, right. But so mm -hmm. like that's why like a 2080 at the moment would be like middle of the range because. Some people, like if you're getting a new computer, you're probably getting, if you're buying top of the range, you'd be buying a 4080 at the moment, right? Or a 4090. So, um, where the imagine, imagine how it was back in CSGO 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when we went to tournaments, we had, I had to sit at home and practice with like 60 or 75 hertz. We had to like message the tournament organizer, hey, what hertz on the monitor? And then you come and play, and you have like literally 100 FPS. You play with FPS max 99 or 100 in CSGO. So, People are spoiled nowadays. Yeah. <clears throat> Important well, yeah, the, point the, to point in. The, the tournament top end stuff, like the, the, uh, I think the, they're probably still just rocking uh, the Zowies with the, the 240 hertz. But I think the expectation probably in the next like year or so would probably be the tournaments would all be upgrading to the 3060s. Uh, the 360s, sorry, the 3060s. Uh, the, the 360 hertz that Zowie have. So like the, the competitors are going to have the top of the line stuff or at least the stuff available to be giving them the best... Um, best fps and everything possible but at home I, I don't imagine that's gonna be the case in the early days it's gonna take a while for people to you know stuff's expensive and money money's not fucking growing on trees so um i just wanted to get the benchmark of what you guys are running and you guys are saying that you're not having too many issues so that's that's good news right that that in itself is good news um for me like when i'm playing some of the issues are more with like tearing right i i was i I don't know why, but this I adjusted the hertz on my mouse, and then I was having a smoother experience. So that's probably an issue with the mouse that I, but I wasn't having that issue in CS:GO, for example. And it's all these like tweaking different like settings and stuff, like you were saying, Adam. Sometimes it makes it feel nicer, and what feels nicer to me might not feel nicer to Cirque, and it might not feel nicer to you. Like everybody has slightly different things, but there will be a certain way to optimize the best experience, right? So uh, that's going to take time before we get there. 
Um, but I, 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 I like the, I like the direction it's headed because when I tested it in the office back in the start of the year, like from one day to the other, it was like, it was still mega fucked. You wouldn't even know where you were dying from. Like there was, it wasn't receptive when you were, this is even how it was in the early, early beta that you were referencing. So I, did you feel that way when you were playing just us two, where it was like hard to get the feel of getting a kill or getting killed? That was yeah, something I, I felt, felt a lot of. Yeah, it felt super random, I would say. Like you have one game where it's like, it's going very nice for you. And then the next game, you literally can't kill anyone. I remember even one game, I was lower ADR than on it pixel. And I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad, you know, <laughs> but like he, but like I should be playing better than him. You know what I mean? And it was like, it was kind of sad, but yeah, I think it was a little random. And even now I think the picker's advantage is a little rough. So yeah. Yeah, that's with the. Do you feel that that's like the servers, the netcode, the way the body sways, the like? Because that I don't know. Sometimes it feels like people just appear. Like so you're watching some stuff and people die, and like it's just the elbow that's on the screen. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm I and I'm I would not claim to ever be smart enough to be able to diagnose these problems. But you guys have played an awful lot. Does that happen on a regular basis? In CS2, yes. Um, it also feels like because there's in my opinion, more delay in CS2 than what it is in CSGO. And also then I think it would be better if you played on LAN with like less input lags and everything, which could be added. Um, but yeah, Pickard's advantage is still a thing in, in CS2 and might even be worse than what it is in CSGO. Um, so that's obviously something they have to look into as well. How's that for an upper Cirque? Oh, it's impossible. <laughs> you shouldn't hold anything, honestly. Like, like, do you have to? Do you just really have to move a lot just to to kind of counteract that, or how do you how do you deal with that really? Oh, I mean, I kind of got used to it, and now when I when I go back to play CS:GO, it's like it's so much easier, you know, because in CS2 you have to be so quick and like you have to be on you can't fall asleep for a second, you know. But I was actually curious about the peaker's advantage because, like in CS:GO, it was something like on land the peaker's advantage is very minimal, right? And then I was curious about CS2 because I feel like what's going to be the difference? Is the land difference going to be even higher now? Because I remember in CSGO when you're online, the picker's advantage is very big even for an upper or for a rifle. For a rifle most of the time, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. And then we open the, the can of worms that has been this whole um, alleged face at 128 experience that they're offering and what does that mean? What the fuck is sub -tick? I think we we're going to get into that a little bit um later so uh, i i i, I want to know though because the both of you have obviously put in some time I, I imagine mainly in the matchmaking realms as opposed to the okay so so if you're at the tippy top of the board what has um your experience been like is uh, is it good quality matches is does the elo or does the ranking or rating system does it does it feel fair well i feel like sometimes the matches are are good like we would like play versus Rob's stack that he plays sometimes at night. Like we'll have good matches, but then sometimes I feel like the matches are just very bad. Like just now I play one game and then there is like two guys that are in the blue rank and we're like three guys that are like higher than 25k, which is very, very unfair, I would say. Okay, so uh, maybe some calibration required in that area. Maybe yeah. it's not the full player base as well at the moment as well could be impacting stuff like that. But, but the thing is that the queue time wasn't long, you know? Mm. Like, I think we waited like one minute and then we got this game. So I would like, and they were not even five stacked. So you're saying you'd rather stacked. it would search for a little bit longer and try and get you a, a five stack or something, you know, like a three and a two stack or something where you know people are going to work together. Yeah, I mean, it should be fair for everyone. 
because because it's like unfair and then they're mad at us but why are you mad at us like it's not like i chose to play versus you guys you know sure. so yeah yeah i think it will require some time for the rating to to really put in like kick into effect right it would require maybe even a month or even more for everyone to kind of get their correct-ish rating um, mm. before. Like so, and also this is like beta season. We don't really know when the game is released, right? So, when the game is released, they will most likely do a new ranking or reset the rating. Um, so, do, yeah. do you guys experience many bugs? Like, uh, is there many like things cropping up in games? Like, oh fuck, that shouldn't be happening. Because you, you know, you see on Reddit, like, if a prop is blocking the bomb, you you couldn't. You can't pick the bomb up through the prop. I saw that on on uh, Inferno the other day. Like, are there a lot of bugs being experienced while you're playing? And or and I, I suppose if not, no. To actually, answer that question first. I'll save the next part. We haven't. Uh, I haven't re uh, seen many bugs when playing. Uh, actually, um, a lot less than what it was like in the previous versions of the beta. Um, now, obviously, you see you see stuff on Reddit, but when we are playing the game, it's not a lot at all. I would say um, it's running pr fairly smoothly. Someone just said in chat that the bomb sometimes just shows us off the map. And I've That's had that happen with that the now, radar. At least there was, a, there was a recent change that they said they fixed it. I don't know if it's still happening or not. Maybe. I haven't played a game in a couple of days. Yeah, so. I think the last the last or the update before that, you know, in one of these four updates that went the last week, I, I know they fixed that, or at least they said. Yeah, like but that, I had that it stuff's recently. annoying. I feel you like did? I had it recently, but I'm not sure. But honestly, for me, a little more annoying bug that happens, I feel like almost every game at least once when you drop your gun the gun disappears only for you but your teammates they see the gun on the on the ground oh can you can you still pick it up or not yeah you can pick it up if you run over it you can pick it up but you don't see it so like sometimes the op will be dropped and then i wouldn't be able to see it and everyone will be just yelling at me but i'm like i don't even <laughs> see it you know mm, okay it, ha it okay. hasn't happened to me but i know forest did had the same um, when we were playing so yeah that's I think it would be to do with something said at some settings or something if it happens only to some people. I yeah. I noticed I had uh, mic issues. Like I people just couldn't hear me and unless I was talking very loudly. Like I felt I had to had to yell for people. There we go. Uh Thanks. Rops, in game microphone not working sometimes, tell Adam. That's that's from Rops. I, I felt like I was having that issue this yeah, the other he, day. They were complaining. Uh I, I played a game uh with Rops and felt pretty bad, he couldn't communicate and uh had the same actually yesterday when I played a game on Face It I only had to put my mic boost to max, like literally maxing out my microphone and my kid was sleeping so I couldn't really oh, yell. No. Uh so you know it was a rough game, but uh yeah, um yeah, I don't know what it is, but I've had I've had that now like two times at least. Once with drops and uh, the other guy, other time yesterday. Yeah, that is annoying. Um, any other? It looks like you... something breaking, really. Like apart from you know, I'm I'm sure this is just some sort of a setting that they have to adjust. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not going to be some something like concerning. Uh, I was going literally going through the console when playing with drops. Right, couldn't focus on the game. Like going voice, 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 voice. <laughs> like tapping down all the commands, trying to find something that could increase it. But no, I don't know. What about um, what about the audio? Like for me, it my own footsteps seem loud, but when people are right on top of me, that's when I start hearing them. I don't feel like I get enough of a cue for directional audio. I, I I'm not sure if that's like the, your experience at all, but I, I it just doesn't feel like I'm getting enough or as much as I should be. I think now I think in, the, in this game it actually matters a lot where you are. You know, for example, in Nuke, it's very hard for you to hear people outside if you're secret. Which I kind of like. They you think that you shouldn't, shouldn't be able to hear from that from that distance? Well, 
I mean, I'm used to hearing it, you know, so like it's it needs to take time for me to get used to because like you can I think it's the same way if he's like outside and I can just run secret and get there very quick with the op, you know? Okay, so you're saying it goes both ways in this scenario. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, it's hard to hear. It's very hard to hear. So I don't know if really it's an issue or they want it to be like that, you know? I think they just want it to be like that and they want it to be echoing and stuff like that. Like yeah, when you're think... inside on Nuke, like you can barely hear anything like, yeah. outside. I think the echoing is the biggest problem biggest problem people have. I had the same exact experience, you know, when I was playing Nuke, because just couldn't understand where people were playing at all. And I mean, of course, it also has to do with like, because it's vertical and not just horizontal, you know, so you have a harder time pinpointing where, where exactly it is. But the echoing part is definitely something that, that people are struggling with. I, I would like to broach that that talking point, though, from, from Cirque there, right? So um, saying... Like that might be the way they want it. So I think this is an interesting conversation that spans across a lot of different points. Um, so we, as a community, we get to have feedback, right? Like we get to talk about things, hash them out. People can talk on the forums. People can have their sentiment known across a lot. Uh, they can send emails to Valve if they're having issues with bugs and stuff. And the general sentiment, right, of, of how things are determined or looked at is probably through statistics of the game. Are people playing this? Are they enjoying this? What are, uh, and then you have the discussion as the on the side, right? But with the audio point that we've just made, what do we think? Like, not what do, not what do Valve want, like what, what do we as people who've played this game when we add it all together with how much we've watched, a value of CS, what do we think is important as far as audio is concerned? Like, do, do we think it should be in the way that's being described right now where it is um, more dulled for both? And it might, maybe what Sirk's saying here is it might encourage people to be more aggressive because they can't be heard up until uh, a, a, a closer distance. So it means that people don't have to hold shift as much, right? That would be one benefit of not being able to hear people up until a closer point. Is that a good or a bad thing? I, I like more fast-paced CS uh, and I pretty sure that's what valve is trying to do with cs2 now like decreasing from mr15 to mr12 so maybe decreasing sound like radius how much you can hear mm. could be a good thing could, could be a positive thing uh it's only going to be learning that but i'm not sure I'm, i was going to ask you sir like what the most annoying part for me in csgo was you know the the jump when you're like uh, walking and jumping and you could hear it if you're close uh, so like if you're down on you, for example, and someone is jumping up onto the railings from B site, you could hear that in, if you're in vent and you're, oh, he jumped up like I know where he is, even though they are like silent. I'm not sure how this is in CS2. I haven't actually tried it, but like for me, this, the most important part in CS2 is going to be that the sound you are making, it's the sound that should be broadcasted to like the other players. So like some, like for young other people who are playing the game, maybe semi-pro or maybe a bit lower, if they are not, if they're like walking and jumping and they're like, oh, I didn't make a sound, but oh, it did make this silent jump, right. jump sound, then, you know, they should be, they should know that. And if they don't, if they are not aware on how it works, like, yeah. So just to make it easier, just like it makes sure the sounds that are like broadcasted are the ones you make. Um, yes. But I am fine lowering like the radius, like where you were talking about, Chad. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's that's interesting curious about point. you know because I think a lot of people here to this day have a problem like with the knife pins pull out, being pulled and pull stuff. Knife, yeah. If, if I put out the knife, especially you know, <laughs> because that's the, what makes the biggest kind of sound, you know, when you pull out something and it's like, can people actually hear that or not? Obviously, no. But you know, that's that's like I think I like what Fabric is saying. You know, like everything that you hear 
other people can hear you know it can vary in terms of distances mm. like how something big but it should tell you you know it, yeah. sh it should be pretty intuitive in that sense Wait, like but, that. but are you speaking also about like pulling out your ak and like usb no, and I stuff like no right i don't think that no i think okay. it's more like the the actual like what we had in csgo with like the silent jumps and everything and uh, also like throwing nades where you could like you know you, you could even Pros do that, right? They fake throw yeah, big clam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. So like those kind of things, in my opinion. Obviously, they they add, especially like the nades, they add more skill to it. Sure, it's nice, but to make it more like user friendly and to make just it's kind of like in Formula One, right? Where they say the white line is the white line this time around. It's not gonna be like you can go on this track, you can do it, and on that track you cannot. So to make it like fair and square make it uh, the same for everyone on like every map with the same distances or everything so there's no like questions oh could he have heard me here if you made a sound yeah he heard you if you didn't make a sound he shouldn't hear you yeah that that i think is is one of those details as well because when we talk about some of the land events and you guys have in-ears and the heads are over the top with the jumps that would most people um, you know, if it's dead silent, you can hear a pin drop. You can hear that little that little jump up, right? But if it's super loud and shit's going on, the crowd's going nuts. You probably don't hear that in the moment because you know. But it is something that so that's even something that plays into different environments of the game of when you're going to hear these things. If it's a loud environment, these little quiet noises that you're talking about, Adam, you probably won't hear. But if you were playing at home in a more sterile environment, then maybe you would. So that that's something else. Though, like, how did we even get to the point where certain things do make noise when we pull them out, and certain things don't? Like that's a, that I'm not, we're going very broad here. Um, well, actually we're not, we're going very much into the details here, but I think that's one of the important parts of like, how are we, how did we get here? Why are these things the way they are? Um, maybe we should go into something a little bit more gunplay related, because I think that's one of the huge feeling and talk, like feeling based things, which are hard to, to quantify. How do we, how do we tell if spam feels bad or worse? For me, when spraying, when I'm playing in the beginning, it feels bad. But the more hours I put in, it starts to feel a little bit better. Is that the experience of you two as well? The more time you put in, it doesn't feel as shitty? Actually, in the server game, I feel like, because I've played a couple of games of Valorant when I was back in NA, like sometimes at night we'll like play a couple of games. But at, at, the, at the start, I was like, holy shit, this is like Valorant. You know, you cannot spray, you just stop or burst. But actually with time, I think you get used to it. At the, at the start, I was actually very sad that you can't even get used to it and stuff like that. But I think with time, you can get used to it. And I don't know how much of a difference it makes, like not having view motor recoil and stuff like that, you know? And some people play without tracers. So I think that's also like impacting the spray for people, how they feel it, you know? And left hand. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know who plays left hand. But... I mean, there's also the bob. There's also the bob of the weapon and stuff like yeah. that. That just yeah. affects your like weird feeling. I think you know. For me, funnily enough, you know, because when CS2 came first and it was like the beta, I hadn't played CS:GO properly for like a month at least. Like I hadn't had like consistent games like and stuff like that. And so coming into CS2, I was just really confused about everybody's problems. Like I, because for me, it felt like. I didn't have all those things from CSGO, so I could understand, you know, this game as more as, as it was than rather than a comparison between CSGO and CS2. And like, it was almost like learning a new game, you know? So I would almost advise people to just give up on CSGO for a week and just try to play CS2. And then you will understand, you know, okay, what is it that I can get used to? What is it I can't, you know? Because it's, once you start chopping and changing, then you will have a problem yeah. because you have that direct comparison, you know? You'll constantly have these feelings like left over from CSGO. But it happened when the audio changed in CSGO. Remember when we went oh, from yeah. like those oh, yeah. tinny gun sounds to the ones we have now. 
people were having issues in the beginning when that happened because it sounded foreign. So one of yeah. your inputs to help you calculate what you're doing and how you're moving everything was off and you had to kind of calibrate to it and people didn't like it in the beginning. Yeah. And then it kind of worked out that it was, oh, okay, this I is think, fine and it's just different. I think it's just really a problem that like there are so many things that kind of contribute to the way you're feeling in the game. You know, it's the sound, it's how the even the gun bobbing, all this stuff, you know, tracers and like different lights in the, on, on the map, all this stuff like affects your brain in some way. And I think that's just why that people, like once we are into CS2 properly and people have like a month to play it and get used to it, I think there's going to be a lot less crying about some of these basic issues, you know, that are probably just to do with, okay, you're just used to a different game now. But uh, I think the main one is, I'm sorry, but I think no, the main one was, it's actually the Siptic because it just okay. feels, I think it feels slower. I would say. So people are like dragging a little too fast and that's why the spray feels kind of weird. So that's why I'm saying like when you get used to it, it's like it's normal because I was watching a video actually I, when I was thinking that the spray is just gone, like I saw a video of someone comparing the two sprays from CSGO and CS2 and it looks almost identical. So there is no point for me to think that there is no spraying, you know? So I think it's just, it's just a feeling and getting used to it really. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say as well. Um... I haven't really gotten used to the CS2 spray yet. Um, I'm a spray player, so need need to put in more hours to that. Um, but it feels more like sluggish, and I think it has to do a lot with like the view model and everything, like all the few aspects. But like, if you would think away from the view model, just do like show impacts and sit and spray on a server. I've tried that like a few times, but it still feels different. But it is possible to spray, but I think it's everything combined with like the sub tick and everything, which we are, I guess, going to talk more about, um, makes the experience right now worse. But as I said, I think it's everything can and will most likely be fixed that we are talking about now as well. So. I'm not afraid that it won't be a game where you can't spray at all. Like people are mm. going to learn, people are going to get used to it or they're going to like update it. So, Yeah, I imagine when we tighten the screws around some of the other things that impact that experience, you know, it, it should feel uh, more natural. But that's just about grinding hours, right? Like it's about that becoming your norm. Uh, what's Rob said? Fake traces are not so nice. Yeah, I, I think that, I think if they're not going to be accurate with what you're doing, then they shouldn't exist because it's giving you it's giving you bad information, right? Like it's it's not yeah. actually it's not a, it's not a good feedback. It's it's bad feedback. Like it's if you're doing this just for the aesthetic because there should be a tracer coming out of my gun, then at least try and tie it to what's going on. Because, um, yeah, uh, before when you would see the bullets hitting the wall, or when we when we do that's that is actual feedback. That is what's happening here with the tracers. I'm not sure if they uh, necessarily represent that. So that's a that's something that would be nice to see either fixed or if it's not true, we can turn it off. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted to try and point the conversation, um, into a nice little box so we can frame some of our thoughts up here. So, uh, props got in us for our little, little headings. Uh, what are our, our biggest changes in CS2 from CSGO? So if you had to name your, I, I'll give you guys some time to think about it here, but we could just, we can throw some out. Obviously the server is one thing, um, with the heart and everything not being as customizable, the, the sounds is another um there, there's a lot of the, the smokes i mean right? smokes would be the biggest one for sure yeah. yeah right so there's the lack of sky boxes so if we were building a list here you know does anybody have their their top three or wants to spitball i mean I honestly you, you can go, you go. okay i'll go i'll go 
I think like definitely smokes. No skyboxes is gonna be a huge difference. Like I've seen videos of people doing the inferno nades. For example, you can like you know smoke down T stairs from CT Rob's spawn again. From spawn, right? Like a one yeah, where yeah, has, like you, insta you go, from spawn. Yeah, to the trash can or like old trash can on uh, right right next to yeah. connector in CT, and you smoke down like literally bottom banana, and then there's like a lineup for a Molotov, which would burn also like. Uh, cubby or like mexico vietnam whatever you you call it uh so you can basically get full mid and banana control T's could fight this right they could go into banana and smoke molotovs and stuff like that but pretty that's gonna be it sounds like yeah like uh, now i'm just like people are doing a few nades like ropes for, are finding these imagine the first couple of games which will be completely different to to csgo uh where you can do many nades directly from spawn get, take like fast map control both as ct and st uh, st so mm. it's gonna be that's gonna be a huge thing but then also you are able to now then nade the smokes um so that could also so it's gonna be like smokes related skyboxes that's the big number one for me it's gonna change how we play the game definitely there'll be an evolution of the meta for sure right and yeah, it yeah. will it provide different types of fights so essentially also... giving us a different way to solve the puzzle yeah, and also like, you know, strats. Um, yep. You can literally now, okay, Inferno, is, they have super high roofs, buildings now on the map, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to find lineups from spots where you can do a B execute from somewhere A, like I'm, now I'm just brainstorming, but you're going to be able to do that on many of the maps where you're going to be able to fake uh, throw grenades uh, across the map with no skyboxes. That, that and that from a professional Counter Strike side of things is huge, right? That's that's literally like game defining stuff. So that will shake up the way that the in game leaders have to think about the puzzle they currently solve. Because at the moment, at yeah. the high end, there's there's we're under the concepts are understood quite uh, across the board of the top teams of how you need to approach all these areas. That's going to completely change how that is plays in the early days, which also means that the Counter Strike is probably looser because at the moment yeah. it's really yeah. refined in terms of okay, what is it what. No, what is just a one good counter? But like, like everybody knows more or less what the what the optimal play is in yes. a, a particular or, moment, right? But yeah, that's going to that, that's going to go out the that optimal yeah. play. So, yeah. but it's also I what I hope the most with these, which I think it's a positive thing. I think right now CS:GO um, pro play is ninety nine percent based on like fundamentals and like individual skill and fundamentals like people are not doing what very games did to us like tw 10 years ago obviously it's a long time ago they like super hard strat heavy you mean and exactly like people are not utilizing nades as much as they could today like i i could see today a team who is like a tier 2 team sit down in cs2 make a strat book come in and destroy everyone because they know nades better and like flashes better because obviously it doesn't matter how good aim you have if you're blind uh you won't be able to see people anyway so that's for me what i hope with cs2 is gonna happen is more strats like more usage of grenades and team play tactics not only like you know the the basics of cs trading spacing aiming um those things yeah but maybe that's also going to change a little bit just because smokes aren't going to be are ultimately not going to be as important because the nate mechanic you know and so there's going to be more let's say space for individual plays and stuff like that or a little like combo plays you know where you have a teammate need the smoke for you or like flash above you and they the smoke for you at the same time and you know but there will be more space for individuals as well in some moments i would say you can layer smokes 
Yeah, of course. I mean, there's there's all this meta stuff that's going to yeah. happen, you know, a reaction to the to the reaction and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I think how it's going to feel a lot is kind of the same way as when, when what happened when we had like ancients come into the uh, come into the map pool. You know, things change on a weekly basis all the time. Like somebody found out an exact, you know, one Molotov, you know, like the Infinity Molotov on middle, like that changed everything, you know. And suddenly, like in CS2, it's going to be the same. You know, once we get some pro games. Every week, there's going to be somebody coming up with some some new mechanics, some new like little play, some of these combo plays that will change the map completely just because okay, so now we have to come up with a reaction to that. But you know that's that doesn't exist so much in CS:GO because we've played the same maps, the same game for such a long time. You know, it'll be more on the fly a lot of that um, decision yeah. making in the beginning because it'll require like because to be able just to grind the library of the decisions that are optimal, people need to actually experiment. And that's one of the cool things with the with the new game. Okay, so I think skyboxes would probably be towards the top of most of our lists. Stoke, do you have one that you would qualify in your top three? I mean, I don't know. I feel like the smoke is just a very big change. Like I don't know if we put it at the skybox, but I think it should be on its own. Just because like, yeah, there's no one ways now, but now you can do one ways for the feet. So it's sure. kinda yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of nice, honestly. Like for me, actually, I hated Vertigo my whole life. Like <laughs> I hate that map so much. But now the map actually feels so nice because there's not so many like I don't ramp one ways like, that are available. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, a million yeah, of was, them, man. Yeah, yeah, that was very annoying. But even now, like there is a one way for the feet. But at the same time, like I I like those one ways, but I haven't been on the other side of the coin. Like. I've only used them in my favor. Like I, no, one, no, one, no one has of done them to like me, them. you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. like, it's perfect. I love them. So yeah, I think that and also just like breaking the smokes because right now CS is just like stacking smokes and playing heavy on the other side or, you know, like tricking the enemy and stuff like that with the smokes. So I think it's a big change because now you just break the smoke and you pop through it. You're like you're you sh you're not scared of someone like being in pool on inferno and just like dodging a flash and killing over, you know. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's a big change. And also about the skybox, it's like in the start of CS:GO, like how you could smoke from arch to B and then you can just be stacked on on in, on A. It's like it's pretty nice. Like it's gonna take getting used to for sure, though. There'll be stuff how? where they'll have to fix that by changing the map. I'd imagine. Sorry, Striker, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to ask about how, like, for, for I don't know if both of you played, like, super early on, you know, when CS2 first came out, you know, but how are you guys feeling about the change, about how long the, like, fade-out happens when, when the nade comes into the smoke, you know? Do you feel like it's changed at all? Do you feel like it's still too long, as people were saying at the beginning? How do you feel about, like, the balance of that at the moment? I think, I think it's, like, I've been getting used to how it is now since playing, like, pretty much for a week now. Um, could be shorter, so you get, like, the glimpse of it, and then you might still have to, like, spam a little bit. But I'm not I'm not sure um, if this should be, like, longer. I'm kind of used to how it is now with, like, how, how much is it now? Like, two seconds? One Some, and a half? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think know. one and a half or two seconds. I, I'm, I'm trying to look... Of... Sorry, sir. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are saying that it should be way less but i feel like it's just getting used to really like yeah. i don't think it's i don't think it's too long honestly and there isn't always going to be someone behind the smoke as well that's one of the things like if you use that resource and you're looking for a frag it could just be 300 dollars wasted on a smoke and no one's behind yeah. it right like it's not always going to pay off sometimes it'll give you info but like i don't know i just i just went in the server to to time the smoke so it's inaccurate because i did it with just a stopwatch right and i just uh, but it's roughly it looks like it starts fading about like 18 18 and a half seconds or something like that right so 
I think it was 17 in CSGO and 20 is like the total time, or am I am I wrong? No, you CS2? might be bang on there. I, I, yeah, I, I think, was just... Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's around 20 seconds, yeah. yeah. So I, But I think it was longer before, So, but that's the thing, looking at that. So that's similar time. With the nade exchange, it means that smokes don't have the same potency all the time. It is going to be situational, like everything in Counter-Strike. The mollies look to be about the same, seven seconds, but... Um, I think it will, there's one actually really good change that I fucking love because I hate it, like the how you have to have the perfect video settings, you know, to see oh, through see the mollies at close molly. range, yeah. but not from long range and stuff like that. I love the fact that mollies don't act like a smoke now because like you can see so much better. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I but, hated that because you actually had to change res because of that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I was I was playing 1024 backwards my whole life, and I actually couldn't see shit behind the mollies. It was it was very sad for me. And it was like you you change one setting and you can see through it on further distance, but then you change it back and you can see better on shorter distance. And like it doesn't that didn't make any sense. Like let's just Molotovs be for the damage and not for like obscuring vision. That was just annoying. But one thing with with the smokes for me as well, it's like HEs when you're playing CT, uh, especially CT, like. I guess the T's will be the guys like mainly blowing the smokes, right? The CT are smoking off a choke point. The T's blow it up to push or like do whatever. But I'm also like, it's going to be a fun thing to see how much like HE's we will see utilized to do actual damage now or just like to break smokes. Because like consider Banana, for example, on Inferno, right? And Vertigo A ramp, like those are two of the main places on maps where you do you can ship damage a lot uh, with HEs. Like Molotovs are most of the time just smoked out. So that's also going to be a big change for me to see how how like what do people value? Do do, do they value to like double nade clear logs on Banana or do they like want to save them to like blow up one of the smokes? It's going to be fun to see. Like everything of evolving the smoke or around the smoke, it's going to be super interesting to see how people will, or the pro teams especially, how to mm. tackle it. I think mm. in general, I mean, it would make the perfect sense of CTs. It would remain similar as it is in CSGO for CTs, just because that's where you do the most grenade damage anyway. You know, Inferno is probably the best example of any map, pretty much any place on Banana, you know. But generally speaking, on CT side, you have much bigger utility damage for obvious reasons. You know, you're like, you're the defending. Um, so I think I think you're right that like in general, uh, T's will use it more for the new mechanic purposes, yeah. you know, to be able to push through smokes. While C for CTs, it's going to remain similar, you know, because there's probably not as many usage cases, you know, if uh, if you're a CT. Actually, actually, on CT, I feel like you can also be aggressive with that. For info, like in, the, well. the, in the yeah. start, in the start, actually, like right now on Inferno, I feel like everyone is just smoking mid. Because people are not used to it yet, right? And then you start walking up mid, and then they'll just break it, and there are three people behind the smoke waiting for you, <laughs> like the CTs. So, like, I feel like in the start, CTs will also use it being aggressively, and then even might be even later, but it will be more creative, I would say. And another way to pop flash, basically, uh, like you don't pop flash, you pop the smoke, and you yeah. peek on CT, try to get a pick and get away. And people yeah. come up with perfect lineups for the smoke nade combo as well, so it disperses it the way they need it to. Like you'll see that detail. Uh, come into play which is cool so it is just giving another option like it's like scissor paper rock but with a few more layers right um so I, okay so skybox smokes what would be the third biggest thing is this where we start to get into the server conversation because that's one that we hope that they can iron out a little bit more is there something if we if we didn't talk about sub tick what would be the the, the third biggest change or, or think, thing that okay mm -hmm. go ahead no, I was going to say, I'm pretty sad in a way that I tried uh, to play on a 128 tick server now. Like, I, I could feel a play pretty clear distance, uh, or 
a difference uh, okay. between the, the premiere, like the valve matchmaking, and then going into like 128. I could feel a difference spraying a lot. Movement felt very different. It didn't feel as sluggish as it does for me in valve matchmaking. So I think that's the biggest change. But at the same time, like I said earlier, I don't want this to be the case. I want... I want the Valve matchmaking or like the Valve settings to be as good as we want it to, to be, right? So they might have to tune up their servers, but mm. I want it to be all the same. So the servers you play on matchmaking are the same servers you play on when you qualify for a major or play in a major, for example, the same settings. Uh, I think that would benefit everyone, uh, especially us, like the, the community. We would get so much more like, you know, people uh, to play with you can actually now get like a pug star like they do in dota 2 for example you get it, a pug star in your team right because it's the same settings it's a more natural on-ramp for people whereas now if you want to pursue the elite level of counter-strike you have to go off the game right so yeah. I, I what, what you're would wanting is this experience to potentially all exist within the game for people to get recognized and be the best but like so that that could be our third here in terms of the top three the overall matchmaking ladder experience now circa as you discussed before first of all it's not essentially queuing you against the best type of opponent so maybe that needs some tweaking i've seen some conversation about the elo distribution so all of these things if tweaked and made better right this is a beta season for it so we, we can expect or should expect um things to be the data to be looked at and potentially changed do we but think I, that i think yeah? their goal is to be even better than what face it has right now right because it's it's subtick so i think the end goal is to be even better than what it is now on face it and like everything with the, with being the servers super... themselves or the yeah, overall yeah. experience yeah i mean that's how i describe subject to myself you know okay like but it isn't... should be better in but then 128 i feel like but this is where i'm an idiot way. this is where i'm a fucking idiot right because I, I i don't know maybe someone in chat could help with this is what face i have because I, they face i haven't officially said anything right so and it's from... interesting we actually tried talking to them about it and they basically refused to comment as if like Either they, they don't know what it actually like, what difference it makes or whatever. Like maybe they don't just want to mislead people, things like that. I'm not entirely sure, you know, how much they even know what it exactly means, you know, in that aspect. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Just but maybe it's something that they, it, it, they don't want to have this be flamboyantly advertising this can of worms that Valve now might I mean, that's have to exactly deal with. It, you know, maybe, maybe exactly because they know that it's not such a big effect, you know, as people think or whatever it is, you know, maybe they just don't want to advertise it because they think that it's not supposed to make a big difference. You know, I don't know. Now, it could I, also has to do, it, it can also do with like a dedicated server, right? If we're playing on Valve official game servers, they could be super loaded if we're playing on a, for example, we've been playing a lot on the Swedish servers. Maybe they, sometimes I feel like they are super sluggish, but, if you have this exact same settings and you play on like a face it server it could still be like 64 sub tick not 128 or whatever it might feel a lot better because like the server load might be different might like could be that and not only like with the tick rates and and all the settings as well right mm. so i i haven't i have only played two of the face it games right i haven't had a chance to play more i was going to use today to, to get some more hours in regarding both experiences but um, I don't think two games is a big enough sample size for me to say one way or another, especially when I'm still tweaking with my settings and trying to get everything to feel, you know, nice. Um, but I think my understanding, I think people in chat are, are feeling the same way, is that both are sub-tick. Like sub-tick is just what CS2 exists upon when we play on the server, but that there's still these variables that, that are representative of a 64-tick or 128-tick experience. Now, this is where I wish I knew more about 
what everything that went in goes into servers Man, and all of this it feels like nobody really actually knows that's the problem like even from all the leakers and people who like claim to have some sort of knowledge they disagree about what it actually isn't means it to the be, amount like, of checks it's, it's the amount of checks that I mean, are happening in a in a in a period of time right so like a tick like so when something happens on an exact, oh, fucking, I'm an yeah, idiot. I'm so sorry. Please don't. Gabe, Gabe there's going to be fucking there's... YouTube videos of people going, "Look at this fucking idiot talking That's about exactly something." That's exactly the problem. No right? idea like, about. Yeah. But there's there's this Gabe follower guy who says like there's subtake for certain actions and not like 128 take or 64 take like the normal system as we know from CS:GO for other actions, you know. So it's just that's that's what makes things confusing for everybody. I would say. It. I. I think. I think that it. It just opens this. If let's live in a couple of different hypothetical worlds here. If it is a better experience, like truly, if it truly is a better experience, if it's more responsive, it's crisper, the game feels better, the, the, you know, if, if, if everything actually feels better and it's not just like this placebo or feeling thing that we can't fucking quantify, if that's the case, then we should have it for the high-end gameplay because what we talk about the high-end is the detail, the minutia, right? Like it comes down to the, those moments and you want the most responsive, you want something that's predictable, you want something that's going to give the best overall experience to play on, right? That's what we would want. But if it exists that, uh, that, that there's no difference and that the 64, well, whatever we're playing on right now is the same thing and it's all in our heads, then with that, we would want everybody having the same experience. We don't want this gap provided we don't want face it to come in and start offering this experience if truly it does nothing but if it does something i want to be able to play the better experience like even if it's going to fragment the community because if valve aren't going to do it well what have we done in the past we've done it ourselves that's counter-strike yeah, essentially I mean, it's like matchmaking has been 64 take and nobody's given a shit about it for years and years and years right from like any people who actually want to play competitively so i mean it's it would be sad if that's what was to happen you know i would much rather like what as saturn was saying at the beginning you know when we had this talk i would much rather have it that all it's the pros one, would be on it place. you know because yes like i know it, you know you know it from league of legends you know where like literally teams scout the ladder for the best players you know and just see if those guys are actually somebody they would want to take you know as same as now we see with FPL, you know, like they, they do it from there. But if it's in the game, that makes it much more accessible for everybody. You don't have to go to a third party, all this stuff. You know, it, it is just better for the game if it's inside. Obviously, it comes with anti-cheat and that that's a whole other problem, you know, yeah. that you have, like, you probably will have more cheaters on VAC, at least it seems like now, you know, because it's not so intrusive as the face it anti-cheat uh, and all that stuff. But, you know, in an ideal world, we would, we would want this to be the same for everybody in the game. But we want the yeah, best but... experience, right? Yeah, but also like I feel like we're kind of programmed in a way that just with time, because in face it, you're gonna play for prizes, right? But if you're playing matchmaking, you're just playing for rating, which you're not sure if someone's gonna pick you up or anything because of the rating. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm. but it's still but the in same face as in it, face it. You know, you kind of still you like I don't know if there's any any sort of rewards, you know, other than going up like an FPLC or whatever it is, you know. But it's the same kind of competitive feeling. You know, you just want to be at the top of the ladder. You know, you just want to climb. Essentially, that's I've what I've never like, cared more you. about matchmaking, to be honest. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I never cared more. But like, that's, but that's Adam, you remember, you, know, you remember, no, but like, the, the, remember, Adam, when matchmaking first came out, we never fucking played it because who the fuck no. cared? We played on our own servers. We had like IRC or we had the chat, and you'd go and play competitive Counter Strike. We never used that back in the day, but now we want that as our on ramp. And I, it makes sense because it helps push people in the direction of being professionals. It's great. It's a it's a way to and grab like them. Competitive and, rather than just professional. Yeah. You like you just want to be better than everybody yeah. else, you know. Like then there's there's a very clear way that you can do that, you know. Okay, like I mean, you just I'm, need I'm, these and these amount of points. 
I've envied Dota 2 for so so long. I think Valve, that's been their little puppy, um, Dota 2. And uh, now we are finally getting some of these stuff. And I'm, I am super excited about it. I just want it to be playable and like the same. I, that's all I want. In And if the subtick, I don't like, I don't know what I'm talking about either, like fully. I don't know. So I'm going to leave it at that. But I just want it to be exactly the same with like the rating now. Like you said, we could then be scouting like the the cs2 rating maybe mm. they can make seasons we don't know right uh if they add some sort of prices valve or or whatever um do a compendium they, there's operations like there's so many stuff they can do if they want to uh regarding the matchmaking and if we would get that in place and imagine all the pros also like when they're not practicing with their team playing on the official like the premier matchmaking queue with the rating how much hype that would be for like all the pros imagine me 16 year old i would jump out of school i would sit and play 24 7. don't like drop you... out of school but like i <laughs> like you know you know what i'm saying right you I just would want play to be a pro like you want to be yeah. better than a yeah, pro yeah. in the game exactly i yeah. would do like circ has been doing now playing 14 hours a day yeah basically so look, let's do this because we got the vox pop to deal with this and uh lucas we could run an ad break later we, we're, we're gonna we're gonna continue with this conversation now let's whack the vox pop up um, so Prof's put in, in our, in our team speak chat here, tick rate refers to how many times information is updated a second, usually measured in Hertz, a 64 tick server will update info 64 times a second. So we're, look, I'm, I'm taking this and I'm running with it. I'm assuming, right. I'm still not going to pretend I know exactly what that means in the world of computers and coding and video games, but at least that's given us something to, to sink our teeth into. Um, and we've got the question that we posed to the people. Do you think sub tick will stick around in CS2? Um, well, I think, I think, yeah, I think it it will, right? Because it's That's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, it's meant to be this new technology to make the game better. It's not there right now, but it's that's where they're trying to trying to get it. Netcode is one of the hardest fucking things to work out in a video game, I'd imagine. Like, um, so what? Let's see what we've got. Some of the responses from the people at home here. We got uh, the poll that's come through. That, my old man eyes are getting worse here. Hold up. Uh, certainly, we, we've got... Uh, actually, what percentage is that? Is that 13%? 10%? I 13, 34, 30, 30, 22. Okay, there we go. So maybe with updates. Okay, so most people most people pretty pretty reasonable. Uh, 128 tick is the future. Well, <laughs> you'd, you'd need to be... <laughs> one, the that's, the the best. that's the best. <laughs> yes. But wouldn't it also need to be like 128 tick version of a sub-tick server? Isn't that... Essentially, the, Man, the, the conversation. We're all so fucking confused about it. Just says everything. It does, it <laughs> no, but it, like, this is what I think but... it is. And and maybe maybe I'm off. But I think the current what we have is it's it's subtick. Sure, everything subtick, right? CS CS2 subtick. But this is the 64 tick equivalent that is being used by the matchmaking experience. Whereas apparently, Facer have tweaked theirs to the 128 tick version of this subtick experience, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not sure. We're speculating. Yeah, we, we we are. We're speculating. I mean, Reddit confirmed. But because like... honestly, like the hit reg in matchmaking servers and face it, I mean, I feel like it's insane. It's like 500 tick. The hit reg is insane. But I think the most of the issue where it comes to like the tick rate being an issue is like the movement. I feel like that's where people okay. feel it the most. Okay. I don't well, think the difference between the two again. Right? Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that yesterday. I actually didn't know about it. Yeah, but so that that's something that we don't want as well because that's another. I do not want to have to learn matchmaking smokes and 
fucking face it smokes i that's yeah. why i don't play matchmaking now like it's a fucking joke to me why would it why would i play that like i don't i don't want to play on that worst experience i want to play on the best and what the pros are doing because that's where the best counter-strike players are right so this needs to be okay no we, we we've discussed that we would prefer that everybody was together right that everybody's experience was the same is that is that the best general consensus like i i, I don't know like i guess it is I mean, like, it has to be, right? Like, everybody would love nothing more than for everybody to be in the same place, right? Yeah. So, like, you have much more players, you have better variety, like, all the, like, matchmaking isn't splintered so that, like, you have more people to play against, all this stuff. Like, this is just universally better for the game if it is consistent. What about the anti-cheat, though? Sirk, you come yeah, across many cheaters? Yeah, that needs to get tweaked a little bit. Like, there, I feel like there's a lot of cheaters. Okay, like, like blatant cheaters or like people yeah. who are subtly wall hacking and being slime balls I mean, about at it. At first, I don't, I wouldn't even notice it, and people would just tell me in my team that the guy's cheating, and then I wouldn't notice it on CT side, but then T side, he would just be everywhere that we go. You know, we're rushing, and then he's there. So then I would notice it. It happened like recently. It happened today as well. Like I would get maybe a cheater a day, but okay. at the same time, really like i yeah but i even saw like when oni was doing that interview with the the person that was first in the world it's kind of true that yeah there is cheaters but they're bad so you just beat them but still it's kind of okay. annoying you know okay yeah. what about you adam yeah we haven't really encountered cheaters yet from what i have experienced so for me it's been fine it's more stream snipers but um oh. yeah yeah that's that's even worse, honestly. Gotta up that oh, delay, honestly, Adam. <laughs> no, but I, I haven't noticed a lot of them, which is which is obviously a positive experience. I think that's one of the the things. Definitely in CS:GO, there were a bunch of cheaters when playing matchmaking. Mm. Uh, everyone complained about it, and that's why people also moved to a third party to play because they have a, a an anti cheat. Um, but that's uh, they are doing something called VAC Live now, and. Uh, Still, I think it's work in progress. Um, I saw something on Reddit now. I'm obviously referring a lot to Reddit. That's where I'm getting all my information. But that's also something that could be added to like the delay what people are feeling. The game could be sluggish because the anti-sheet is updating more frequently now with back okay. live. It's reading through your like files that could add some sort of delay. Hence, people calling it sluggish and everything. So okay. it's, I think it's still everything evolving. Um, the ticks, the sub ticks, the delay, the sluggish feel could also be could be related to VAC Live that it's more trying to be more effective and also like you know I've seen people post that they, it's gonna like end the game if someone gets caught and it's called VAC Live in my eyes that's a live VAC system so if it catches anything on the PC it should automatically ban the guy mid game and cancel the match and like refund rating and everything for mm. for everyone I haven't seen it in action. I hope it will be like this and very effective because, I mean, if third-party sites can make an anti-sheet, I think Valve should be able to implement one in the game directly uh, as well. Um, as I said, no no uh, coder, but... Uh, it's, it's an I arms race, so. right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. an arms race. It's yeah, fucked. It, it has to do with the access on your computer, though, like how much of it they can detect with how much access they're currently getting. That's the problem with the current... Anti-cheat and why it's not as good as face it, which just invades you much more, invades your privacy if you want to call it that, you know, much Wait, on but, a much more deeper level. But yeah. isn't just VAC Live running instantly when you launch the game? I mean, pretty much that yeah. in face it server, you're gonna have VAC Live as well, right? So yeah. you just have yeah, so it cannot be the slugginess cannot be really from VAC Live, I feel like, in that case. 
because right. you have it on the basis no, server as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be from that. Someone said it was like eight MS added. Uh, okay, so if you have ping, higher ping, it probably like gonna I play said, in. Yeah. Oh, the ping is a big issue in this game, actually. Okay. I saw there's uh, those interp settings. Those interp settings they change so much. But if the enemy doesn't have those interp settings, it doesn't really matter that much. So it's like you're pretty much. I don't know if it's true. I just read it. It says something like you're playing on 100 ping to 200 ping in depending on your interp settings because that's kind of that might be also why the peaker's advantage is so huge yeah it, it, i i've actually like i've only been playing the deathmatch mode which is so fucked i don't know why i do it to myself these fucking cunts who sit there when they have immunity just spinning around with their fucking mouse until they have a free kill these fucks <laughs> i'm so mad about it it's the worst way to play any type of why are people anyway i'm going off on a tangent <laughs> fuck what were we talking about I'm seeing well, you, red you right were now. Go, you were about to say something that we didn't understand, so you should know. About the ping, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So most of my games have been about like 35 to 50. Um, so it hasn't been terrible. But when you're against someone who's like ping is about like five or whatever, like it's, you know, it feels like they're the type of players I feel like I'm dying against who I don't see. So that's when it feels like a larger disparity. But at the same time, I need to play a little bit more to, to see if that, that is the case. But um, this is... We, We've yeah. been playing. We've been sorry for. Yeah, you're right. We, we like I said earlier, we've been playing majority of our games on the Swedish servers. But once we go into like I guess a German server or whatever, it, where it could be located, it's a it's a huge difference. And I go from like three ping on a Swedish one to like twenty, twenty five, thirty. It's like night and day. I was mm -hmm. watching yesterday. Nilan was streaming CS2, and he lives in Kazakhstan, right? So the ping to any server for him is is very bad. He has like hundred ping anywhere yeah and i was watching him and he was teleporting across the map non-stop like he wasn't playing bro he was like, just <laughs> teleporting and it's not about loss or anything it's just the ping i guess so i think ping is a big it's very important in this game for sure yeah and we don't want to but like so once you're starting getting past like i guess 70 80 ping it's already starting to become miserable when you're uh, at 100 sure you can still in csgo no, still have moments CSGO. yeah yeah, yeah but you, i feel yeah. like I feel like that's for CSGO though. I feel like for CS2, it's like where it becomes very bad, I think it's lower. I think it's around like okay. 60 ping or 50 ping. I think okay. it becomes very bad. Because in okay. CS, because in Europe, you just play German server, right? So that's like in the middle of everything. So everyone is playing most of the time on the same ping, except the Germans, they have five ping, right? So it was okay. But now I feel like the routing needs to be better and stuff. So people are not at disadvantage. Mm. Okay. Well, that's something I guess I we that I don't even know how we we monitor these things. Or how do you even get feedback about these things? We, we, you'd have to record what you fucking pee. I don't know, man. This is where I'm out of, out of my depths here. This is why it's great having all the nerds online who are posting all the good stuff and having people <laughs> like Lucas. Lucas, are you there? Are you with us? Uh, well, he's probably scrambling back to the PC now. He's uh, on his uh, way. Hi, Lucas. Let's go to the ad break now, and we'll come on back and we'll keep talking. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO matching tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Do you want to change your boring old skins for awesome new ones fast without losing a lot of value and without the risk of getting scammed? 
Go to Trade.it.gg and safely trade your items within 60 seconds. Just select which items you want to trade from your inventory and choose whatever skin you want from Trade.it's inventory. Click Trade, verify the trade on Steam, and you're good to go. With the biggest inventory available for the lowest trading fees on the market, Trade.it.gg is your go-to whenever you want to play with new skins. All right, we're back. Uh, we can uh, keep this conversation going. So um, I guess if we recap, we were discussing the top three you know, biggest changes. So some of the things we mentioned were Skybox, uh, the smokes, and then we started talking about this, which was the matchmaking and overall experience, right? So essentially the change in, not mantra, that's not what I'm looking for here, but um, almost community hub for where the top tier Counter-Strike would be consumed, which would be in client, right? So which is like almost a philosophy of how the the game is going to be approached by the greater audience, and that has obviously expanded in a bunch of different areas in terms of like the the ranking, the elo, the anti cheat, the type of servers, um, even the settings. Because we all remember back in the day, you know, when it was one minute forty five and not one minute fifty five. The bomb time was thirty five seconds, not forty seconds. Like freeze time now, I can't believe they've up freeze time in the fucking matchmaking experience to twenty seconds. What the fuck's going on there? Remember when we used to just have ten second freeze time, Adam? Yeah. Now we got 20 second fucking freeze time. And now you have three timeouts as well. Yeah. What's going on oh, there? Dude, the timeouts were, they needed to add that. Thank God they added it because so much stuff happens and then you don't have a pause. Because the only pause was when you leave, right? But then you might need another pause and then you're just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Look, that's good. That's good for everybody, I would say. Yeah. Just yeah. because, like, it's okay, you're still investing an hour of your time into the game. You know, there's stuff going to happen. Like, somebody comes to your door or whatever. But this does take us, I guess, with time, uh, with timeouts, to the amount of time and type of games that you guys have been having with um, CS2 MR12. and MR12. Yeah, so I don't know how deep the both of you have gone in terms of learning nades for maps that you play a bit more, right? Like, I've seen people have a few set nades. I see Nat out here putting out a lot of videos. Like, Cirque, how, how much of that um, utility usage are you bringing into games where it's just pretty, pretty puggy? Do you have, like, set moves and shit that you're doing? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm testing stuff that worked in CSGO and then also, like, trying to be creative with the smoke and HE kind of stuff. Also, yeah, I mean, I, I use a lot of the Nart out here, like, nades. Like, I feel like he has insane nades. Like, it's really, I don't know how he finds them, but thank God. So I think, yeah, I think the nades are very, like, the smoke is very important now, the way you use it. Like, it was important in CSGO as well, but now I feel like it's incredible. So then with all of that like compiled together, how do we feel with MR12, right? Less rounds, but does the experience feel short of gun rounds? Does uh, Do we feel like we're having to save more? Because right now we know the game isn't being played at a like professional level in terms of team Counter-Strike. So it's hard to judge necessarily, but what are our early opinions? The thing for me, honestly, that I was thinking about, and I don't know, I mean, I haven't, I don't have an answer to it yet. It's like if they would change the economy, because you know when the game is very close and it almost feels like you can't even get an up. I'm talking about an upper's perspective. Like it's, mm. you might get an up like two rounds out of the 15 rounds. So now it's 12 rounds. So like, I feel like with the economy now, there might be a chance that you have an up one round because if all the rounds are close, like it's gonna be kind of hard, you know. So I feel like the economy should change a little bit also because like if you lose both pistols like i feel like now in bo1s it's even more important to mm. say like if you lose both pistols and then the first gun round when they don't have that many nades like you're kind of a zero down like instantly so it's like 
I'm also yeah. like, I feel like Valve wants to remove the full ecos. That's kind of like why we saw the economy change, right? Going from losing one round and you don't have this like round loss bonuses like we do have now. Um, so I feel like removing at least the lowest 1.4k needs to be done in CS uh, or MR12. Um, you can't like you know be in a tight game now the difference now is that you're you're pugging these games right there haven't been any pro games uh in mr12 in cs2 but like you are double equaling if you're down on 1.4k and then you buy fully and then you have to do one more eco i think if you remove that part and you can always do one eco obviously there will be more full ecos because mm. i don't think people will like at all times at least gamble on like force buying because they might win it, right? In pro teams, when they just start using nades against you and not only running into your deagles, like mm. you will lose those lose those rounds. Um, but yeah, like force buy is still super strong. They need to remove 1.4k uh, round loss bonus. I think that's my first thoughts about playing MR12. That that's a, a sentiment that I think seems to be pretty pretty popular and um, shared at the moment. I had I was talking to Snappy the other night about about a lot of this, and he was saying just um, having it so at the start of the games nobody gets the reset down to fourteen hundred. You'd have to win two rounds in a row to set them back to fourteen hundred, right? Because at the moment it goes like one of the worst things is if you on the CT side you win the pistol, you lose the second round, right? You, you're forced by their fucking sucks. Like it's yeah. it's such a such a shit force by to force by back on the CT side going into the third. So if it didn't go all the way back to 1400 with that loss bonus and went to 1900, you'd still have a little bit of a better buy. Or I, I'm not completely opposed to getting rid of it altogether either. I'm kind of speculating a bit more that, and, and this would mean that there is um, asymmetry between the money systems on either side of the server, which I don't know if that's something we'd want to create. But on the CT side, I could imagine just removing the fourteen hundred loss bonus altogether because things are already more expensive. But you, I mean, could, so what about yeah? You could just you could just make things cheaper, cheaper on the CT buy, side, you, yeah. you know, to balance could, that out the other way. Yeah, you can make the diffuse kit. The diffuse kit doesn't like have to Molly, be four hundred bucks. Costs two hundred more, and on on CT side, you know, diffuse kit says like an extra expense that the T's don't have. M4s cost a little bit more. You know, maybe you just adjust those three things a little bit, and then suddenly you know both sides have a pretty similar like amount of money you know available yeah. yeah and so those tweaks right could uh could could see us resulting in a couple more uh types of types of buy rounds but that's the thing do we want to which, which way do we want to achieve it um and, and that's that's i guess with all this data with all the the games that you guys are playing now in matchmaking that's helping valve see what what it looks like um and i imagine it looks a lot different for lower tier of players which is also something they're catering towards here, but they don't. I guess they don't want them to have an overall boring experience. They want them to be able to feel that most of the rounds mean something or they have a chance. So that's a fine balance to make as well. So would we say it's inconclusive at the moment on MR12 in terms of if we like it or we don't like it? I think I it's like good. It. I like it as well. Okay, it's good. Yeah. Because honestly, at tournaments, there's so many times when you have to play two BO3s back. To, I mean, not so many times. It happens, right? And it, it was it was kind of rough. If it goes to three maps and then maybe one overtime in each BO3 is like you're dead on the sixth map if you play or even fifth map overtime. So I think it's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So even BO5s will feel better. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. I think if we have MR12, do we, like, in my opinion, at least it, once we get to the tournaments, they'll still be best of ones in like open online qualifiers. But it almost feels like MR, I mean, uh, BO1 should be abolished. I don't know if that's yeah. a, a fair sentiment. I, 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 yeah, 
it would make sense being b3 like even yeah. group stages and stuff? yeah like I, instead of at a major having like imagine playing a best of a best of one mr12 as like a, a yeah, like yeah. a game at a major like that yeah. would fucking suck yeah i agree uh, I was going to say that when I said about the economy that if you lose both pieces, you're kind of fucked. Like, maybe everything should just be BO3 and just fuck BO1s. 100%. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, obviously, the pugging games now with no timeouts and everything, they did remove one of the timeouts from regulation, at least, with the update. So now you have three, so it will be total then six or six minutes wasted on timeouts. But, like, I think the average time must be so much lower. Like... It, even though if it's it's only like what is it six rounds removed, it will it makes a lot of difference um, for like the viewing experience as well. I guess like the pros are playing a lot slower than what people are playing on, in premier matchmaking now, but like it will save some time. And if you are watching a BO3 in a Cologne tournament, it might be a four hour, four thirty five hour match if it's a long BO3 with overtime. So. If it's gonna be could be cut down to like uh, cut down one hour in total in a BO3, it would make a big difference. Uh, definitely, both for a tournament organizer could maybe fit in one more game even per day. We could go uh, back to four best of threes in a day potentially, depending potentially on and how exactly, it is. Yeah, yeah, potentially. So, yeah. I mean, the, I, I think it's only positive. They the games could be too long in CS. Um, I think. Yeah. yeah I think it's only positive the thing. They just like we said need to work on some tweaks uh, to it, and it should be all good. We had we had a match yesterday. It, it was EG lost the first map against MIBR sixteen one on fucking an ancient, and then the series still managed to last like four or five hours because then the yeah. next two maps went like overtime or double overtime. It was just like still like a really long game. And then with what Cirque's saying, MIBR had to go and play another series at the end of the day. First of all, that format is shit. Um, but they were you could see they were exhausted, right? Having to play yeah. all that counter strike in, in one day. So, you know, if it's more palatable um for everybody and you know, it means it, it, I I imagine overall there'll be more rounds where teams have to refine how exactly what we're gonna do with two Galils and AK and a Mac ten slash tech nines, right? There's gonna be more theory and more moves made with limited things because the game overall, like you were saying, Circa is going to have less full gun rounds or less ability to base games around orbs, for example. Those things are just a factor of less rounds, right? Like that, that is just going to be be the case. And you're going to have to decide at what points of the game do you want to go for the wins? Like you were saying, Adam, maybe there is more full ecos or maybe there's more force buys, right? Like it just depends on how the team wants to approach the money. Do we want to try and wrestle back and forth? Do we, do we want all the nades? Like you see, that's still a very common... Um, different in approach of teams today. So, from that perspective, yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, I think it depends on how much uh, the meta will change in terms of how how much retakes will be possible and things like that. You know, because like in certain situations, like Inferno, if you if you think about it, you know, you lose B site and you have three guys on over on mm -hmm. the A side, like you have so much time before you can even come in. Like those saves will still happen. Like it's not going to force like just sure. because yeah, 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 unless yeah. you are like absolutely like, you know, two rounds away from losing or whatever like that, like completely uh, critical, you know, then that's you're just going to make the same decision as you would in, in CS. You know, you would even be more inclined because you don't have so much time to have an eco, you know, to be able to have that, but uh, at the, have like, that so, money. At the moment, though, like so it would be up into those scenarios is what would change. Right. So like let's just use because right now we're actually talking like pretty micro well, not we're, we're talking like an execute into the b bomb site for example right if they execute in towards the b bomb site and you're rotating in as a ct the best thing you can do is either spam the smoke throw the utility you have which could be what like in csgo it could be anything usually hoping to set somebody up backside with a flash but now you can be more offensive 
if you're rotating in and you still have a HE, you can blow open the smokers, they're fighting the site players, and maybe you get a kill in rotation. Whereas before, you weren't really able to do that in a... Uh, it was a bit more luck-based with the spam or the molly or whatever, right? Like you were just sure. fucking hoping. Did I get that time and fuck, I, I, let's hope. Whereas this way you can have something a bit more, oh, they're, they're crossing pool now, bang. Smoke come, uh, and HG comes in, you take the fight, the crossfire now opens back up to 180. And then maybe we don't get in the same shitty situations we have right now because you bang on striker. Like if we're still losing bomb sites immediately, we'll they still be saving. Why would you risk it? But if one you, of... Yeah, hit me up. I agree 100% with you. And it's something that I have, we have talked a lot about in my teams. It's like when it's 30 seconds left on the clock, you're on Inferno. You don't want to play in connector, right? Unless you are like, you know, with the flashes, you're thinking B. But then we say, then it's better to to, do the gamble. Like Mm. whenever they come A, they're going to smoke Moto, small pit. If they go B, they're going to smoke CT. So you're going to be behind the smokes anyway. So my teams have always said it's better than to like gamble on one of the sites to actually win the round there than being like um, in between position. But now, right, what what would you do if you're like a pro team preparing for Inferno? on all the maps, on a rotator position, you would make sure that he always has a nade. Like, yes. he would drop a grenade, right, for the rotator. So even if it's A or B, he could pick up a grenade. If the execute comes in, you would nade the smoke, and you could, like, you know, help out as a third player coming in from, like, CT. So I think it's going to be super different uh, with the smokes. Like, coming back to the everything around this game will be played differently position-wise and, uh, and stuff like that. Creates a, a whole new like approach and, and meta to a lot of these situations, which is cool. Um, what were we talking about? We were going somewhere. I guess, it was 12, I guess it was about MR, saving, yeah. right? Oh yeah, an MR12 yeah. overall. So you guys are both you both quite like it. Okay, so that's that's interesting to hear. Um, I, I talking to a lot of the guys at Pro League, the their sentiment. And first of all, they also are the ones who haven't played much CS2 at the moment because they, they're still really focusing on the, the tournament at the moment. So then probably you know not... What the crazy part about that is, by the way, like Robs and Twist were grinding oh, quite a lot. Like, and grinding, they're playing yeah. literally like two days from now, you know? So I'm curious about what form they're going to be in when it comes to CSGO again. They go back to CSGO, they're going to destroy people. You or maybe that, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it oh, it's so, so much better. Fresh. Like I, I went back to, to yesterday, I played a CSGO tournament and uh woof, good. it felt so good like gunplay and everything like i'm not saying like gunplay cs2 is great like one tapping people like the hit rate is absolutely gorgeous in cs2 mm. but like the general like you're spraying like you know different weapons and even moss movement it just feels so smooth it, it, and everything yeah it's like a butter it's so nice I'm, I'm afraid we're gonna get the csgo cs2 is gonna be like 1.6 and um <laughs> nostalgic i mean yeah. even now in cs2 when the little model is staying on the stairs the model looks so weird and then when he's moving up and down stairs like for example stairs on mirage i cannot hit that guy like he's moving so buggy okay. i mean obviously you just need to get used to it right but like i feel like just every part of his body is moving and i'm not used to it because in csgo it was just like the legs right but now it's like his arms are swinging and everything it just, it just looks very weird to me yeah. so but that that's that opens another question right so this swaying of the body right of the upper body which is helping us well maybe not helping us but it's giving us the visual of which direction the player is moving right a lot of the time when i see that it's giving me the indication that i'm being shot while running well that guy like someone is is uh-huh. mid this and they're shooting me and i feel like they're running and shooting 
but maybe that's what the animation looks like if they're just like jiggling into an angle and then they're counter strafing to stop and shoot me that's what it could still look like right they maybe it's just getting to back into this position as i try and do some fucking acting over the webcam but like i feel a lot of the time i'm the players are, are moving a lot while they're shooting at me which is frustrating because i'm like no that's not fucking counter-strike but maybe that's just something i have to get used to with the way that the model moves what do we got here adam what do you link me <laughs> look, look at that i linked the clip uh it's like like you said jumping and like turning how what weird that is it's like <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah okay it, there, there's can we play this yeah see if you can bring this up for us lucas there's yeah, definitely keep going, things, Adam. yeah, definitely things that needs to be changed. Just like Cirque said, with like stairs, like going up and down, but also the 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 clip I shared now. It's like when you are like jumping and moving. Like I, w when this happened to me, that popped up like a light bulb in my head. Like imagine now entering into a site and doing this kind of jump, mm. like you jump spin. <laughs> I don't know what to aim for here, like. Short ahead, but like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's already we have like teams like heroic and stuff on the Glock Ecos. The first like one or two guys just always jump, jumping, or even the pistol rounds yeah. even. So it's like this on steroids. So that's yeah. the thing. Like we're so used to the body being much more static, and as Cirque's saying, it's more the legs of the movement that we're looking at. Where the current version gives us a lot more feedback visually of what's happening, but is it, and that, but that in turn means that, well, it in turn means we need to be. Is it more precise? I don't know. Is it is it that the model is like moving? It's too much. There's it's like too much? too much going on. I mean, that's my opinion, but I feel like a lot of people will like it because it's it's like it's 2023, right? Like mm. it should be it should be a thing. I just I, I just think that I'm not used to it, and that's pretty much it. Well, if they toned weird. it down, if you had to yeah. put a, if you had to put a figure, so without, and I know this is really hard, but if you had to say like, okay, so right now what you're visualizing is 100. percent uh, right there is a hundred percent of like the body sway and movement. If you had to tone it down a percentage, what would you want to try? Would you want to try like okay, if we took like twenty five percent less of that, it was still moving, but we took a bit, you know, we took a decent chunk of percentage out. Do you have something that you you, you would be thinking? I think, oh, I mean, if I was doing it, I would lower it just twenty five percent just to see how it is. The way you said it, you know, just to see how it is. If it's still too much for me, because I mean, not for me, but like you know, for the game, because it's just in my head, it's just too much. You know? I would like to see how how bad it gets when it's abused. Like I said, the light bulb moment. Mm. It's like you have yeah. one guy entering, and you find this like you press your DPI button on your mouse, and you go out and like spin around, rushing out ramp on nuke or something, right? If you are hard to hit when you do that maybe it's time to like lower it or, or like fix it but i haven't tested it enough as well but like so many things you could try out in this game uh but that uh, like i don't think we should be afraid of change like i don't think we should be afraid to get something new uh from csgo um so just like uh, we need more time like i think yes. in general with 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 the whole cs2 thing they said summer 2023 I kind of, in a way, dislike that. Now, they are talking Valve time, so summer 2023, I don't know when it ends there, but like, I still feel like we are maybe at least a month away from, like, if the, if the game now, rumor-wise, then is going to replace CSGO, they should wait. Like, they should do keep the beta going. Important for everyone, including myself, to send in stuff to Valve like what i would like this to be changed or like i, I maybe tune it down or like to mm. test it out um in wouldn't, you, wouldn't you want to just like jump in and just like fix it on the just fix it on the road because i feel like right now it's kind of rough because 
people are playing tournaments, but they want to play CS2 sure. because they don't want to yeah. be behind, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of, it's kind of hard for. So you'd prefer to rip the bandaid off, Cirk, and experience the wobbles that we have now together. I mean, yeah, I mean, give it a little more time, right? Don't do it yeah. now. Like a couple more updates, and then yeah. just do it. You know. Okay, because I so feel like the best feedback you're going to get is in pro matches. 100%. Yeah. And you'll yeah. see how the game actually plays with teams looking to define a game plan and approach to the yeah. game. I think it's still good to to have a little bit of lead time just because there are still a lot of these like little things that you will yes. find out just Stupid through the wall sheer bangs of, that exist. I mean, yeah, yeah, things 100%. like this, you know, or like clippings, clippings on maps that a lot of people have a problem with, you know, because they can't throw utility properly, just like running, you know, by a wall and stuff like that. Like all these little things, I think it's still good to 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 work out before that. Just because it's not going to get muddled in with all this pro feedback that mm -hmm. is more to do mm -hmm. with like meta things, you know, that will just affect more like pro matches and like higher level matches rather than just like all the casuals, you know. I think the more most basic changes should get out of the way first, then before we get into like this this uh, like the full release. I think for that's probably. I, like... I was just gonna say, I feel like you just add like the important settings, like CO Bob, that kind of stuff. You, you oh. fix clipping. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Seal Bob is a very big thing for me. Controversial, sir. I hate it. Imagine but people like... talking about Seal Bob and we're left-handers here, just left <laughs> out of the dry. Like, uh... Yeah, like, you add the important <laughs> settings, you make sure the maps are not buggy. I, I saw some people, like, getting on top of Silo and Nuke, and then all of a sudden they're in Inferno City spawn, like, stuff like that. Like, you make sure that doesn't happen. And then I feel like the stuff that we brought up about the time of, like, the smoke being broken, like, you're going to figure it out when tournaments start running and stuff like that. That, that, that is where pro-level feedback is, is invaluable, right, with some of those things. It, it's not because we want to try and necessarily replicate all the same mechanics. It's not like all of the mechanics in CSGO are great. They're just things that we got used to, right? But there's certain things that make Counter-Strike Counter-Strike, which is a big part of like the gunplay and, and how the rounds play out that you want to try and replicate because that's what gives that feeling. So when we're talking about all of these things, if it was like, so this is, this is, a, I was actually in a forest stream a little bit earlier today, watching him, him play some games and uh, I got chatting with him and there was, we, with this, with this, um, you know, the swaying of the body, we went up to where, from where we were playing in the valve office earlier in the year and went up to where they, they were doing like the changes. And we literally stood behind this bloke's desk while he adjusted the amount of sway it was, right? Because it was more. It was more than it is now, right? And we watched him like literally adjust it in front of us with like a, a slider and a couple of little things changed. So in terms of getting to the point where we can get to that feedback to be like, hey, can we maybe take, you know, 10% out of this? Could we see what it looks like? It was 50, you know, maybe, maybe just maybe that's not one of the top priority issues at the moment and something that can be discussed once we get everybody in and we get over all the eyes on it because right now we're torn. And I see a lot of sentiment. It's like, well, why didn't they give people more access earlier? So well, you kind of want to avoid having two different too much you know, player bases, even, yeah. right? Or that too. But you're you're essentially seg segmenting the community right now because all the streamers, fuck, CS2's popping off. Freiburg, for his, for, the, for his livelihood, it makes more sense for him to play CS2 than CSGO. More people are interested in CS2 than CSGO right now. That's just 100% the, the truth, right? So... The, right now but we're it's in also that issue. that like it's also because of like the first tests were a lot about rigs you know like making sure that they're optimized and so before they let in so many new people yeah. who are going to be on so many different you know rigs and settings and all that stuff they want to make sure that that game will actually run at a decent level you know before they let all those people in uh because like if you come into the game and you suddenly realize okay this game is unplayable because it's mm -hmm. not well well optimized you know mm -hmm. then you will give up on it immediately and so it's not going to be a good experience right so i think that 
like that's why you just let people in by by small waves at first and then when you're sure enough that okay everybody can play this game like run this game at a reasonable level then we can let in more people to stress test and get more feedback all that stuff we're heading in a in a direction where if they continue to update as frequently as they are and they troubleshoot some of the bigger issues like we're we're going at a very good pace this reminds me of early early CSGO with the updates. There's the the blog was every day, like every day. It's fine, yeah, fine, every fine. day there is update. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, I was getting, I was getting worried. I was getting worried because in the early stage of the beta, like there was an update like once a month, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna take a while, you know. But yeah. now it's like it's insane. It's it was around the major, you know, like that. They, I guess they had different things to worry about with that. Um, so like for those two months, they didn't really do so much. Oh, yeah. more like a month and a half. That was like there was there was a huge gap uh, until they they introduced the new map or whatever it was at the time. So yeah, I mean now now that they have full focus on on CS2, I think that's that's the good part. Um. All right. Well, maybe I point this conversation um in a direction where we can, we as a group can try and be productive because with what you've just said there, Adam, like oh, I, and 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 you reference yourself, and I should be sending feedback. Like it's we all should be right because yeah. this is a thing. Like. Everybody in this community, if we think about things and we try and look at the details of why, right, not just go, this is, this sucks or this is good, we can actually provide some useful time with our words. So at the moment in the game, what are the, are there any, like the small bugs, sure, you know, but are there any glaring issues that need to be addressed before the game is ready to go? What are the biggest ones? Is it back to this server, internet, that hit reg, is that, is that probably one of the biggest ones we're feeling? For me, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I think if they look into that or like uh, game way, like small bugs, I don't really care about those because they will be fixed most of the times. They are easy fixes. Whereas like I feel like gunplay and movement and stuff will require some more fine adjustment uh, and will take longer time, which is like why I would want them to prioritize that. I know they did, right? It was two or three updates ago. They did change the, uh, the interp settings. Um, but it needs to be addressed more, I think. Mm. So if, if they would try to make the game, because I still feel like, especially moving from CS2 to CSGO, it's very sluggish in CS2. Might be related to my rig, like my settings and everything. I'm not sure. But it's a big difference for me. And I'll, I know a lot of other people are talking about it. So if they would fix like the movement, gunplay, like the networking i think is the general term i think the game should be pretty much ready for release and i don't think as long as there as there's no like game breaking bugs sure. it should be well what about this one sir with all the time that you've played the collisions with your teammates is it still fucking mind-bogglingly bad like it feels like you're bouncing off oh, them like mean, a oh, like yeah. a bumper you cannot, car you can't get out of spawn like <laughs> The, on ancient because ancient is like it's important what your spawn is right to get fast to like cave or to because taking mid now on city side is much easier it's like it's so hard if people are not making giving you a way to just go before them it's so hard it's like you're just you bumping and you're just mindful. like flying well i mean i feel like that should be no it should fixed. be fixed yeah but I think that's the problem you shouldn't have to be you shouldn't have to be thinking oh it's like going up the ladder for heaven on nuke like at the in CSGO, like if you go, you can bob your teammate up and maybe fuck them when they're throwing the neighbor. You have to be mindful of that, but you shouldn't have to be thinking about that in all circumstances when right. you're playing. Yeah, like, yeah. and when you're trying to run up banana, and if two of you are going for banana control and your first guy 
and you maybe bump off him and you're trying to throw the top banana control molly and now it fucking goes the whole it's fucked the whole round's over you know I mean, it, that can super. happen in cs go as well right but it feels more normal the way yes. the bumping happens but in cs it feels like you're even five meters away and you're bumping and he's like going in the other direction and stuff like it doesn't feel normal i would mm. say yeah i feel that that's something that definitely needs to be to be looked at. So that is probably also relates to what we were talking about with the networking, right, Adam? Because I think so, the, yeah. the server trying to decide who's where, and then you, you're knocking each other out of the way. So they just need to change the way that that. And I make it sound so easy, but uh, I imagine that dynamic needs to be to be looked at. Um, Ancient, you just brought up a, a good one for me, Cirque. Do you think that they should revert the spawns? And do we even think that they realize that they fucked the spawns? Because they made the T-spawns worse and further back. But in the current iteration of Ancient, when I talk to like the Snappies and Carrigans in the world, they're like, the map offers up all these different options. Slow, fast, you can do everything. Like the current version of Ancient with the spawns is fucking great. The CTs, as you mentioned, are going to have too much space. Do you think they should change it back? I'm not sure. I feel like right now it's kind of easy for the CTs, but I feel like it's matchmaking. Like I can't really say. You okay, know? it's because in you just like you just double molly mid, and then you just have mid, and then if he's trying to fight, it's uh he's on a suicide mission pretty much. So yeah, I'm not I can't really say, but I okay. feel like they should be reverted because ancient was a good map. Like I don't think they needed to change that. Okay, it fucked my instant uh, window smokes. That's the reason I'm the most annoyed about <laughs> it. The same with Anubis. There's like they're they're slightly off, so I've just have to like eyeball a lot of them. I'm like, well, if I just move it. Well, move my crosshair a little bit to the right here and hope I get the insta window ones on Anubis down. But the the jump throw bind as well, that's another thing that kind of popped yeah. up. It's like, we're still doing it, Adam. I thought the whole point that they, they made the noise so yeah. we didn't have to do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, right? They kind of removed the possibility to bind two keys to one button, but then people just do aliases and yeah. now it works. So in my opinion... I wonder if I those think... are going to go away, by the way, because of that. Maybe. Uh, could could very well be so but i think still like a jump throw add it to the menu let people do the jump throws they've already i can tell you right now adam yeah. literally we were in the office and we mentioned it to them and then overnight they went and put it in the next version yeah. of the game we played the next day and then went so i was talking about it when we were at epl and it came out as like it was a thing and then when I jumped at the game, it wasn't there. I was like, well, what the fuck happened here? Like <sighs> they literally had already put it in the game for us while we were doing the test. And that was months before. Yeah. So the fact that they took it away, I was like, well, that's a little bit annoying because you've already seen the consistency with the, th with the throws is not accurate otherwise. And that's the whole point, right? Because the consistency of the throw enables the broader strap book because, and then that becomes our like moves. Like it's our chest move on the board, you know, it's the double smoke flash. I mean, you know, that's, that's, um, and if they're not consistent, then that kind of that sucks. Like you can't. But I do under, have do those I understand? Moves. Do I understand it properly that they are consistent as long as you're standing at the moment? But it's the, the running part is the problem, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because that that doesn't gauge the step. It is just it is the step. Like it, yeah. you know, that's the part right. that's consistent. So or sure. inconsistent. Yeah, so um, I mean, with with that change, um, like add that one plus now. Then, like we said, skyboxes are gone, and less of opportunities on majority of the maps at least to to do some cool stuff i don't yeah. know if you guys have seen but there is also alias for like your jump just for your jump nothing yeah, else yeah, yeah. i think it was something that when you're jumping it's not like i, I don't know what it is I added it's not it consistent i think somebody said as well like that not one one jump from the other is just not consistent for some reason and so like but somehow this fixes it i don't know i i can't tell i mean if it i added it i don't see a difference but like okay. i guess it's better <laughs> Well, the thing is, we know, though, with it, right? I think that's also, well, at least we think we know. 
that's half of this, right? Is how things feel and it's not uh, yeah. <laughs> not I mean, the feedback I'm and sure stuff like that is definitely harder. Like that's not there's not a question about it. And it Isn't could it be easier? just with feel and I thought they made it so when, when I swear I saw people tweeting about it being easier. Or is it a value that they have? To I don't know change? if this is very recent change. I know that they changed something about that like movement. Maybe it's because the interps and whatever it is like that as well. But I don't know. My it, movement from is the worse than Pasha's, so it's like I think it's not fair. Hopping is just not consistent. Like yeah. in CS:GO, like if you were good, if you had good movement, like I feel like you knew when you're gonna hit a B hop, and when you wanted to hit a B hop, you were gonna hit that B hop. But okay. now I think it's kind of more random and more luck related. Okay, I agree. And like in CS:GO, you knew kind of like a small little slope that was like down. You know, if you jump and hit that, you will get that extra speed boost. You try to do the same in CS2, and I've kind of hit it like one out of ten, and it's just weird. Like it's not consistent, like Cirque is saying. So I wonder like, how much that has to do with audio and how much that like reckon, like uh, registers in your brain when you're supposed to jump again. You know, how much of it is just like the weird off feeling of the audio, and also like. I don't know, like the the way the models hit the ground as well. Like I'm I'm not sure exactly. I actually think like... it's a lot of the subtick because okay. like with a little bit of playing, actually you can start be hopping a little bit. Because I remember in the start, like I would just jump and then I'll just like start turning left when I already thought that I jumped the second time, you know? Just uh -huh. because the subtick makes it being a little slower in my head. So I think it's that's Got a it. big part as well. Rob yeah, seems okay. to be. Uh, Rob says the new command penalty for jumping seems to be still wrong. Uh, it's command value fixed. They just need to change it. Uh, okay. He's, uh, the, he's the nerd. He knows. Yeah. I wish I knew what he was older. saying, but yeah, me too. <laughs> so basically, the. <laughs> he said. I guess it's the like when you land. I guess the, like the jump penalty when you land. There uh, is a command some, or something for yeah, it. Yeah, some right? sort of convert. For oh, okay, it, okay, so okay. Which yeah. they might need to change then. Yeah. 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 Because there's I like a, a pen there's a penalty for like a lot of this stuff, right? Remember when yeah. remember when you used to be able to crouch that, bug? Uh, that was and then they had to add the penalty so it would like it would slow down the more you tried to do it. Because you just sit back platform on dust too and you just hit, hit crouch and no one could fucking see you, man. There this was some my, scumbag shit. You brought up a light bulb. I've I've been thinking about this and I that's one of the things I it still works in CS2 or it's kinda like the same in CS2. Okay. It's like jiggle peeking, right? So back in the days, it was crouch bugging. You were crouching, 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 crouching. They couldn't be able to see you, but you were getting info, right? I personally dislike um, jiggle peeking a lot. I know Cirque will love it because it's for an upper, it's kind of like the easiest way, or the, the only way to kill a guy jiggle peeking properly is by going with an up and shooting his arm, but you can't insta kill him with an AK because he's not obviously showing his head when he's jiggle peeking his, sho right. his shoulder, right? I think that's one of the Things I dislike the most about CS uh, right now, because it slows down the gameplay so much. 95% of the positions where you play on CT side, you can literally jiggle with the smoke in your hand. You see someone, you back off, drop the smoke. Sure, now they can nade it, but it slows down the gameplay so much. Like, I don't even know if this is possible. This is just like a, a thing which I thought would be cool to try. So people can't stand and jiggle peek for one minute. Uh, like jiggle, 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 and then they spot one and then the smoke is dropped. So you basically wasted all the time you were jiggling plus like 20 seconds if they don't blow the smoke. So like, it's just a light bulb. Like you just moment. want it to be more punishable. Let's say. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. like jiggling should maybe be slower or at least make it so you can also punish them with a rifle. Uh, because right now, what you need to do is to send your upper uh, to somewhere. If you know that they are always eagle picking this position, like a donut on uh, ancient, whatever, yeah. 
you send your opera there, he will kill him. If you go with a rifle, it's like one out of ten times you might hit a lucky headshot with an interp. So yeah. I think that's something that could also speed up the gameplay. This happens a lot in CSGO, though. I don't know if it's... Uh, maybe it's a bit more punishable because you, they show more of their body, but, I mean, this is this is very normal in CSGO now as well. Uh, well just jiggle we, corners, yeah, you know, with, like, yeah, Inferno, but... Inferno B-side is, like, the biggest example, you know? Like, you just jiggle corner and until you find... Until you see, see like, an arm or something, you just drop a smoke. But it's, yeah. it's, it's common almost across all maps. It's Every more map, yeah. depending on what you're yeah, doing, yeah, right? Yeah, like, if you course. don't have support and you're anchoring down a position... Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. Those you know, people are, will do that fucking the entire game poor so, poor guys I, I guess but that's the thing right like i i i don't know if i would want to punish the movement for doing a defensive move like that so you still have to be quite precise with how you do it like some people are lazier with their jiggle peaks than others right so i don't know and it's the same with jump peaks and stuff like that right yeah like i, I i'm with adam in the sense that it does it is it's a stall tactic but it that's the tactic so yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know how I feel about like punishing for that, but because uh, it, it's it's also used as for tease when it, you don't have util for something, right? Like you'll bait a shot or you'll bait a reaction with the jiggle instead of if you don't have a flash or you can't set up like a combo or you'd run like because it's just to be like I I hate it because what it's done to the modern game of Counter-Strike is slow it down and make everything yeah. meticulous, right? Whereas like the game of Counter-Strike when we were playing back in the 2014s, 2015s was a, a lot more shock and awe. Still, there was sensibility to what we were doing, but there was less there was less disengaging and making a more calculated and instant decision. Whereas like Counter-Strike, when we played it, was just fucking bang. You're either all dead, right? Or you're all really late. Like it was just a lot more in itself. Whereas these yeah. moves we're talking about help the game get broken down into more more chunks that should have appreciation to their detail. I think we were with more broad strokes than the modern game. So I, I don't know. I, I would like there to be an element of the game being played a bit more rough and tumble, which is what we saw out of like the apexes and stuff of the major who are playing more pacier overall counter-strike. But I don't know how I feel about having the jiggle nerfed. I, I, or or make the edges of corners like or like more spammable. Spammable? I wouldn't mind spammable. that because okay. then, so yes, then you that's could a good one. Literally yeah. like maybe not kill people, but like actually or like you know. Yeah, it's more of a, yes, I like that. That's a good. That. That's good. I like. Yeah. I think so that's, that's a good. That's, yeah. yeah. And that would bring back an element of the game of well, as a T, do I now want to commit to this, or is there now like another CT holding that wider angle as I'm spamming? Will somebody? Will, will he swing back out wide now? Like that creates an yeah. interesting dynamic. I but, like that. But it's also something that people have used kind of like to counteract the peekers advantage. I mean, in, even in CSGO, you know, a lot of the time operas will do this jiggling, you know, without getting scoped in. First of all, just to avoid a flash, you know, like pop flashes, like to have a better chance of avoiding it, let's say. And then they just peek once once it pops and, you know, they, they take them off guard because they're expecting it to be like a god flash, right? But people also do it just to counteract peekers advantage. You know, somebody's peeking you, but then you're peeking them back essentially. Like you understand when you're supposed to peek because you just see it as you're jiggling back, you know, it, things like that. So it will affect like different sort of like usages of that, let's say. You have to do that in C like from what you said at the start of the show, Sir, it sounds like that's what you have to do all the time. Uh, yeah. If you're a city, <laughs> you're not holding. By the way, like I saw a tweet or something and someone was saying, I'm not standing still. I'm literally just trafing backside on Anubis. I see someone be main. I just swing. Like, if I'm holding him, I'm going to die. And it actually happened to me yesterday. I'm holding it with an up. And this guy is not even peaked yet. And I'm already dead. So it's like, like I kind of agree. And I feel like more and more people will start doing it.
But I, I, hope he, uh, I hope it gets fixed, though. Imagine we played that. Like, I mean, it de definitely has a lot to do with the interp values and stuff like that because that's something that definitely helped fix it, at least to some degree. So maybe that's just something that needs to be tweaked in that aspect, you know, so that uh, the input delay isn't, like, getting increased by that. You need yep. to be able to hold angles in counter. Well, actually, there needs to be a bunch of different variations to approach scenarios. That's the beauty of the game, right? So at the moment, it feels like hard holding angles without an AWP is is near impossible unless your name's Nico and you plan on one tapping everything under the sun, right? So, um, yeah, okay. So and now it's holding an angle. You either get Jiggle peak or <laughs> Ferrari peaked, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or then the motherfucker with a jump in Mac Ten. You know, yeah. so. It's just there's so many different things to have to worry about. Okay, um, I'm a uh, I, hold up. I keep I keep getting called a big but time waffler. You you played it in the offices where it was land server, right? Like yeah. you had very low ping. Like did you feel peakers advantage as well, or the game represented nothing of what it is currently? Yeah, um, it was so difficult to have any feedback of anything. Like we had scenarios on nuke we were playing and I was like under heaven with a scout and I died to a guy in warehouse, but I would get like no feedback on where I got shot from. I just be like, I'm dead. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know we crossed. I was <laughs> dead. Like there was even, and when you're shooting, we didn't even have the feedback on if we were getting the dinks or whatnot. Like it was just the feedback at the time was really bad. The optimization from the first day to the second day got like, I would say over a hundred percent better. The audio was pretty rough. We had things where like flashes were like source flashes. They were so strong. Like they would completely like deafen you and you were, you were blinder for longer. So it was compared to what came out for the more open release for everybody, it, it was much, much worse. So hard to tell in terms of like the net code and everything. Um, Harry's Deagle was pretty sharp though. So Forrest, uh, Forrest copped that in the face a few times. Um, all right. Well, uh, what else have we got here? I feel like, have we missed anything major, Striker, from your perusing of the of the interwebs? Like, no. there's obviously a lot of things that are happening, but if we've had a nice a nice broad conversation here today. Yeah, I feel like the loadout is a big thing. The, the loadout, oh, yeah, wow. that you yeah. can okay. have two the both M4s and that kind of stuff. What are you reading as an Orpa? <laughs> but honestly, everyone is removing the scout. I kind of hate it. Really? Yeah, well, you need the scout, right? Well, right, as an well, I, well, I'm keeping it, but everyone else is removing it. So how are they going to drop they removing it? What are they removing it for? Like for an auto sniper or AUG? No, no, no. Aug. So they both can have M4s. both M4s. Yeah. And, yeah. and an AUG though. Like, yeah. That's why. Yeah, for me, I removed the AUG. And yeah, I was also going to say, the FAMAS is kind of nuts. I feel okay. like it's really? better than in CSGO. I feel like burst it's better. Burst is better. In, by the Glock and uh, FAMAS burst, slightly bit better. They should buff it more though, make the FAMAS more viable. Because FAMAS, I'm going to say this like I said a thousand times now. My dad once said to me, don't buy a French car. And I'm going to tell my kid, never buy a French weapon. <laughs> FAMAS is absolutely horrendous in CSGO. But it is better, I do agree with you, sir, in CS2. But they should uh, buff the, the burst, make it viable uh, in that sense, yeah. right? We don't have a good burst weapon uh, in the game. So okay. both the like Glock and FAMAS. Yeah, yeah. No, like, remember Sneel for you old schoolers out yes. there? Yeah. Swedish yeah, yeah, uh, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was main FAMAS in 1.6, right? Yeah. He was yeah. insane with it. He was so. like the only guy basically was playing it all Fucking the time. nuts with it. Yeah. Though. So yeah. like I'm saying, they should do something with the burst, but Glock as well. I think Glock is better though, and Getright is always glocking, uh, bursting with the Glock. But I think he, I've seen more success than what I've seen in CS:GO with it. So I mean, of um, course, Getright yeah. would because he's the one from 1.6 who was used yeah. to using it, like when he were jumping around corners and just bursting people. So I understand. I I would love I would love that, and yeah, here's a few other things I would love to change, and I I, I have a hard, especially in MR12. I'd like justice for all the orpers like Zerk out there 
No longer should he have to be under the proviso of only a hundred dollar kill reward for an AWP frag. Oh, Let yeah. the man live. Let him splurge a little. Let him have $300 like everybody else. Give him 300 bucks for CZ75. Same thing. Liberate the CZ. Give it $300 kill reward. And the diffuse kit, make it 200 bucks. Those little changes right there, those three things to the to the economy, just just sort them out. Help our AWPers out, guys. You know, really want JW to win a major again, right? Yeah, well, I've been missing See, it. CZ you know? AWP here now. Oh my he God, just has Flusher, Adam. We've got to give him something, man. I'm having I'm having nightmares about JW AWP, AWP and then attack CZ, man. Don't bring back the CZ. <laughs> Remove it. Kill it with fire, honestly. It can still stay, you know, as, as slow to draw out. We can keep the <laughs> ammo where it's at. Just if you do get a kill, at least give him 300 bucks. You know, that's just it, the least you can yeah. do. Cycron yeah, told but it's me. A, it's a yeah. small minigun. It's yeah, so I know, I know, but what do you? You probably get what up close with it. You might get two kills, and then you have you. You know, but hopefully yeah, that I mean, point. It's true. Yeah. The hunter going... is insane with it. Yeah, true. yeah, yes. There's a bunch of players who are still good with the C set, so it's hard to use, but it's viable still. But like one thing I would like to go back to is like the economy. I know the, I get right. He is the guy who plays a lot of game modes as well. He said something about like short match. I don't I have no idea how the economy works. CGS there. rules. Mr. Nine. Oh, okay. Well, no, I, no, not no, CGS no, rules. No, yeah. no CGS rules here. Yep. No, but like economy. It's it, like you're saying now with the kill rewards and everything. They do need to work on the economy to make Mr. Twelve like viable to play i don't want this to be like you guys said earlier as well oh but you have to save you're gonna save more often but then again you have lesser rounds to play for or are we gonna go for it it's gonna be this like super tough decisions like i want more less ecos uh i think i pistol rounds they are in a way fun to play but like I'm even considering one of the things from like CGS rules. Are we just gonna skip the pistol round? Like they're come on now, Adam. Like, come on, now, that's like COD. Adam. That's now like, that's like you're playing COD. We can't do that, Adam. Don't do that to the people. But maybe make it like less important. Yeah, less important. But do... we would we would lessen the importance with the loss bonus, right? Because then you would give them a chance. Like the the, the whole because I agree there does need to be some tweaks but the pistol round I think is a core part of Counter Strike's identity as well as full rifle rounds those are core parts but if we can tweak the economy so it still allows for unique decision making because some teams who like to force buy that's part of their identity as a team some teams who like to take it more conservative that's a part of their identity some teams who like to mix the bag depending on you know which map is at which side are we on we want to be able to have different ways to piece this puzzle together, right? As opposed to just one way that is the best and everybody does it because that's fucking boring, right? We want to have options of choice that people can build into rounds. So the T side, with 1,900 loss bonus, you get the bomb down. You're in a fucking great spot for the, for the, for the yeah. buy, right? For the next one. You're in a fucking awesome spot. And if there's only like one CT that survives, you don't have multiple players with Kevlar being able to buy back into like a rifle, already have Kev and can still get nades, right? They're fucking MP9s or one guy with just a, a, an A1S and just Kevlar. So it's already hard for the CTs in the second round of the game. All we need to do is make sure that the CTs have a similar option. Because at the moment now, when the CTs force buy, their force buy is okay. You have to work a lot harder to win that round. If we had upped the loss bonus at that moment to 2,400, Okay, now they're thinking, all right, are we dropping? What are we dropping? You got a couple kills on the pistol, you got two kills? Shit, you can drop an M4, bang. M4's in someone's hands. I'll take a scout. You know, I'll take a deagle. Now we're piecing together second rounds of the game that are a little bit more threatening. So I think it's the CT side that probably needs the most yeah. love in that regard because yeah, the yeah. T's are always incentivized to plant the bomb to get 800 extra. They already yeah. have an incentive. I mean, not only, like you said, the M4, it's more expensive than the AK. If mm -hmm. you buy a Molotov and a kit, that's $1,000. Like... 
yeah it's, it's fucked yeah there so economy but at the same time like i'm just spitting out like things here which could be changed and i think it's important to note like when csgo came for 11 years ago uh molotovs were added to the game which did gentleman's agreement not to use them and everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think this is a golden opportunity for to valve to, to try things not to like implement it and say this is how it's gonna be right but like this is a golden opportunity for them to really like if they've had thoughts or like getting ideas from people, now is the perfect time with the transition. It, it is a new game. There are new aspects of the game now with the smokes and everything. So try try stuff like it with economy, like try different modes, add it to the beta, give, let people get feedback. We don't have to stick with the same old economy, with the same old everything. We can try new stuff to speed up the gameplay or slow down like how they want to, what's their approach to, to the game. So I think it's a perfect and the, the only time in my eyes they should be doing a change, a big change to to the game. Mm. Oh, they'll probably do it because I mean we're not staying the same, right? It's MR12, and I feel like everyone is giving feedback about the economy. So I feel like it's probably going to happen one way or another. Yeah, no. I, I think something that is very important to keep in mind with this discussion that we're having right now is there might be a general sentiment that we want to achieve exactly what we have right now, and I think that that is coming from a place of everything is really good in Counter-Strike right now. The competitive scene is in a, in a pretty decent spot. Sure, you know, probably with these partner leagues over the last couple of years, but we know that's going to change in the future. Um, the game itself feels great, right? I think it's the best version of Counter-Strike I've ever played, even with my 1.6 nostalgia, right? Like I, I can admit that this is the best version of Counter-Strike that has ever existed, CSGO as it is right now then. Um, so then when something new comes like this and then we're having drastic changes, like the game itself feels different and then the way we're going to play the game feels different. But I think to, to Adam's point, as we move down the line into the future, we we don't have to be stuck. We, we actually have something that can be changed and experimented with quite easily. It's not a physical thing like a fucking football pitch where you're confined by, you know, no one's coming in saying, hey, let's only play, you know, half a football pitch and they just like change the rules to that. But we have the ability to change some of these things to make the life more enjoyable for the people playing, watching and enjoying Counter-Strike, right? So if it's removing some of these dead rounds, if it's removing, you know, some of these, these, these gimmies and making the game overall more exciting, enjoyable, and more decisions, that's good. And Adam's bang on. We should be willing in the early stages of this, because this is the next chapter of the CSGO book. It's a fucking, or the Counter-Strike book even. It's a fucking huge book. This is just the next chapter. And the future will continue to evolve. Eventually there will be a new Counter-Strike in another decade from now, right? And we'll be having this conversation again. And Cirque, you'll be an old man like us then. And then me and Adam and Striker will actually be in a retirement home. But we'll, this is the thing. This will keep happening. This will, every, every so often there'll be a new Counter-Strike. So we just need to, point our energies in the right direction. And I think um, with conversations like we've had today, we're doing a good job at that. So, yeah. We've been going for about two hours, right. gentlemen. I don't want to hold people here for too long. So do we have any other hot topics that we need to um, get off our chest before we, we close down this podcast for the day? Not really. We are just the cheaters, right? <laughs> Let's yeah. make sure they're not there. The cheaters, okay. The cheaters, yeah. All right, I agree. We we need to, yeah. I, don't, I think I don't... it's. I think what I said earlier, you know, is kind of important. I really think that people should just give up on CS:GO for a week and try to play CS2 only, and then you know make an opinion rather than you know just shout and shout at the clouds because it's. I think it's really impacting people a lot, just going back and forth between them and just looking at the differences and focusing on them too much because the feel, like you will not get immersed into the game completely as you have been in CS:GO. You know, unless if you have if you don't have a clear experience, you know. So I think mm. it's just really important for you not to play. If you really want to give CS2 a shot and like have an understanding of 
of how it works and what you like, what you don't like, you will just have to stop like it's considering it as like a CSGO update, you know, you just have to start playing it as a new game. I mean, also Fiber has to say, like, I feel like the CS2 beta now is better than what CSGO beta was. It was yeah. crazy bad, yeah. It was it, it was like I said earlier, like I think it was close to how Shad and the guys played it in the Valve office for a couple of months ago. That's similar to how CSGO beta was when it came like Lots out. We could play it yeah. at home, yeah. yeah. It was absolutely bad. And I've been even saying that on my stream as well. We should be super pleased that we're getting this good of a game, which is still in a beta that's close to release. If you look back on how it was like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, yeah. obviously times have changed. The technology has developed, like been developing, but it's still a great game for being a beta. And we are talking about things which, in my opinion, they could change if they wanted to, if we're talking about net coding um, with a click, most likely. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we're getting closer and closer, and I think we should be open-minded. I think that's the what everyone should be open-minded. Play the game. Don't don't sit and read what other people think about the game. Go in and get your own opinion on it. And if yeah, you have any time. feedback, exactly, spend some time in it on it because they are listening to everyone. I know people are like, okay, well, my voice wouldn't be making a difference. It very well could be. We were. I'm gonna say like now they are more taking him like they've even sent out their email address back in CSGO beta. There were a bunch of pros who could have had like, a, or I know, I know a lot of pros messaged me to email Valve mm. about changes. So like really take your time and put together an email. I've been not doing it. I'm, I'm sorry. I will try to send them an, a feedback email. I'm sorry, but uh, do it. Um, because it could also, if they get opinions from a lot of people on their email, and also like they don't, they're not, if you email them and say, do this, they won't do it. You need to obviously explain. motivate, yeah. explain why you're like feeling this has to be changed or could be changed, and maybe uh, give them a convoy or something which you would like to try uh, if you can't try it yourself. So they are, they also want to release a, a a great game and if of you course, want yeah. a, we're all on the, we're literally all in the same boat here uh, that's what i'm trying to say so don't be afraid to to be open-minded and send them feedback and for any any pros out there who who do like have csgo's twitter account following them just send them a dm like in the same way like hey this is something that i don't enjoy about the experience and this is why or this is something that i feel is you know not similar to this and this is what i would be looking for and you know maybe they reply maybe they don't but uh, they'll definitely read it right uh, the the they do, but Adam said they definitely care. So, lads, I know that uh, we all care here. So if you two were giving some tips to players who are getting CS2 access now or maybe some who are having a hard time struggling, would there be any pointers like from a, from graphic settings? Is there anything, you know, in-game that you would you would recommend they try or do or just anything in general? What would be your, uh, your tips to helping people get acclimated with uh, CS2 as it currently stands? I think testing settings. I... I'm sure, especially all the pros out there, um, they are still playing tournaments in CSGO. So don't go in like you have maybe have done in CSGO and steal all the settings from Simple or Saibu. Um, actually, like try to test out the settings which could work for your rig, because maybe if Simple settings is good for his PC, it might not be good for your PC. Um, so go out and test uh, test different uh, video settings and try to make the game feel as good as you possibly can yourself because i don't think there's a single person out there yet who has like the like the perfect settings mm. 
Yep, no, that's yeah. that's a great tip. That's 100%. Just, yeah, I mean, main thing is honestly for setting, because for me, I know, like in CSGO, for example, there was like the, the boost contrast setting, right? But like, you couldn't really use it in CSGO because I do think that behind mollies, you could see less of them. I think okay. I saw a clip of Monacy saying it, so I just went with it. I think it's true. So like, I feel like now in CS2, it's like a viable setting. So it's what Freiburg said, just test everything, test plays as well, because I think the game is different than CSGO. It's the same game, but there is more opportunity. Be creative and yeah. I don't think people should spend time in, in the, like, so now when you want to warm up on a server, you can go in the settings and you can select, so it's got the grenade follow camera, the infinite ammo, the infinite warm up. but then make sure you bind a button to the rethrowable grenade and go in there and you can check your flashes and spend some time learning. If you are a, a player of, you know, decent ability, I'm not saying you have to be like fucking high yield or anything, but you like playing Counter-Strike in team-based game, go and learn some basic util because then when you go and play the you, your games, you won't feel as out of it. Okay, I know where to throw the smoke for bottom banana. I know how to, like right now in banana, you can throw a molly that burns out broom and logs. Just go and learn that. It takes fucking 10 seconds. And then when you go and you play the game, you'll feel like you're accomplishing something. It won't feel so foreign and you won't just be getting negative feedback every time because like, well, this is shit. It's not how I know it in CSGO. Just give it a little bit of time. Um, I think that gamma setting, like that R underscore gamma, whatever, the one that is like from a range of 1.1 to 3 or something, I think that's important. I think that's one tip I'd give to people at home. If their game feels really white and washed out, raise that setting. I think I'm using somewhere between like 2.3, 2.2, something like that um, to help with the with the colors because that's another thing. You know, you can you want to make sure that it feels it feels nice. And the more time you spend in a server looking at those settings, the better your actual gaming experience will feel. Um Cirque says, "Don't stop moving." That's one another one of Cirque's tips. Just keep <laughs> yeah, strafing. Very important. Very important. From the keep number strafing. one rated player in in Europe, or is it how far <laughs> up are you in the global one? Uh, I don't know. I have Let no have idea. I mean, by now I thought I'm gonna be golden, but like we haven't played for the last two days. People are just grinding, face it and stuff. So okay. Golden. Okay. So what? When is that? Is that it's a thirty k plus? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm looking at world now. But There's you're like not far from that now. Yeah, he's tenth in yeah. world. Okay. Yeah, so I it's... think I'm like nine. I need like nine wins or something. So I'm looking now. Uh, it looks like players from Asia are considered some of the highest in the world. What do we got here? NA, Cyprus, at number three. The top two are from, from Asia. Breezy's up there, bro. You got to mention him. Where is he? He's oh, grinding as well. You. Oh, shit. He's grinding as well. Damn. Okay. All right, nice. Are you two of you going to make a team and come back together? What's going to happen in the future, sir? I haven't talked with him, actually. <laughs> he tops the NA leaderboard, you top the European one, you unite. It's the new NOA. We really, <laughs> we, we, we bring it all back. History repeats itself. What, what is the future going to look like for Cirque, though? I think we're at that point of the show. We can discuss uh, you know, where people could watch you or what they might expect to see from you in the future. I mean, for me, honestly, like, after EG, I was just like chilling like i wanted to i wanted to refresh honestly like i had some offers but i didn't want to jump into a team because it was just it was just too much for the last five years like being away from home and stuff so i wanted to chill out and then cs2 was coming out so i was like i feel like it's the best not having a team at this point just like figuring out the game and having more time because right now if like if i'm a pro league and i can't spend as much time as i would want in cs2 that would be kind of like I, I wouldn't want that so like yeah, I just decided to wait for CS2 and then we'll see how it goes. And mate, you're also... only 23. Dude, I'm getting old, dude. Mate, you're only 23. <laughs> dude, you're only 23. Actually, 
people are calling me boomer already in Bulgaria, so it's like it's kind of rough. Uh, Standing invitation to the boomer demons, then I hear <laughs> <laughs> the youngest member of the boomer demons suck in the pack, the number one ranked on the EU leaderboard. No, but the okay, so this is kind of you're gonna wait and see what the future holds, I guess. This is a must yeah, be a really yeah. exciting time coming up. So your motivation starting to ramp. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's always been like that, but it's like now it's like a new game. So I feel like it's also, it's also it's risky, right? You don't even know if you're gonna be good at CS2. Mm -hmm. You need to adapt. So it's like, but it's exciting. So I like it. Then come 2025, we have the circuit going back to being completely open, where anything becomes possible again, right? So that'll be interesting to see if more TOs come back in and what the scene starts to look like. It might go to pre-pandemic times. Where um, you know we're all over the shop every uh, every other weekend. Are you streaming at the moment, sir? Could people find you playing and streaming, or are you just you just playing? It's very rare. It's very rare. Okay. I sometimes stream. My nickname is Cirque again, so maybe they'll see me. Okay. Well, Adam, we know you're streaming. So what's uh what's the what's the schedule for Mr. Freiburg looking like these days? I I saw, I do tune in. I'm watching you and Olaf and Forrest and shit playing. Just it seems like a, a good lot of fun that you guys are having. Yeah, we are having a lot of fun. <laughs> We're usually streaming during daytime, uh, like usually around 10 a.m. to around 3, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Um, but we have kind of scared off a lot of uh, people, like we're not getting high-ranked matches. I am both oh, ruined the day, the day fragging for everybody. We have. We are not only boomers, we are the boomer demons. Um, no, but uh, like moving on to CS2, I also, I haven't retired. Like, uh, Oh, um, I, here we go. I, I feel like I want to give it a try. It would be very yes. stupid uh, of me to go out and uh, retire now with a new game on the horizon, especially since I love Counter-Strike. I've lived and breathed Counter-Strike for the last, what is it now, like 18 years uh, almost. So um, I feel I still feel like I have a lot to, to give. Um, most likely as an in-game leader, I would love to give back to the Swedish scene. Uh, I felt like we haven't, I haven't personally given back to the Swedish scene, maybe what I got when I was a young kid. So uh, I would love to to try out um, CSGO as professional, spend the time, put in the hours and, uh, and do it. Um, so it's exciting times um, ahead, at least with the new game and everything. Like Cirque said, you don't know how good everyone will be. It's, mm. it's going to be a new game, new aspects, new everything. So, um, yeah, we'll see what uh, what happens. And uh, if you guys, uh, yeah, perfect time to post if you guys uh, are looking for uh, an experienced player. Yeah. Hello. And a banana king. And a banana king. And a yeah. banana king, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I think there's going to be, uh, you know, a lot of players giving it a crack, like using this as the, the motivation and also like that, that great leveling, like it's an ice age that's happening right now. The, the earth's not going anywhere, but we are having a little bit of a reset. Like shit's about to get weird. The evolution is about to start again and we'll see uh, see where we end up. This is cool. Okay, fuck yeah. There's, there's going to be an awful lot of people playing Counter-Strike over Christmas. I can see that. It is just going to be grind city into the lead-in for next year with CS2. Yeah. Like it, it's, this is, this is, I think... You know, as much as people are having a hard time saying goodbye to CSGO, this is kind of what we needed. You know, a big jab in the arm of injection of excitement from external forces and the healing of the competitive side of things with Valve's new ruling regarding the partner teams. Like we're, we're going back to what makes Counter-Strike blossom, which is, you know, everyone has the same opportunity Opportun in Counter-Strike, yeah. you know. You, 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 I have the same tools when I jump in the server as Cirque. I'm just shit, right? Like he, <laughs> you know, this is the thing, like... People have the natural ability or the grind or the, you know, the, the work ethic. 
And this is what separates all of us. This, and this is the awesome thing with CS, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in a 5v5 or a 1v5, there, you know, is a way to win that round in a universe, in the fucking multiverse out there somewhere. And that's what makes Counter-Strike always that game that puts us on the edge of our seat. So as long as that doesn't change, fuck yeah. Can we end the show? Everyone happy? Yeah. Striker, yeah. you want to say anything? No. I Motivational words to all the viewers. I can say I was not like a real professional. I played CS Source on a high level before I, CSGO came out. I took the opportunity when CSGO came out to, to give it my all. I played Hearts Out uh, before um, the game was released. I got a spot in, in that NIP team only because of me grinding and um, yeah, playing a lot of CS. So if you are like a semi-pro or you have been like high elo on face, now is your time. Don't sit and play CSGO. Move over to CS2 and grind your hearts out because you never know if teams and players are going to be equal good in CS2 as they have been or are in CSGO. So there, there will be changes to both teams and uh, well to the whole esports around CS. So take your it. It is possible. So take uh, take the opportunity now when you have it. All right, nice. So you want to say any goodbyes? Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Thank you for your time, guys. This has been another episode of HLTV Confirmed, brought to you by uh, 22 Bet, Gamble Responsibly, Steel Series, and of course, Trader.gg. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Another conversation about Counter-Strike. There hasn't been any discussion about the Pro League that uh, is happening. You guys can go check out all the stuff on HLTV if you want what to read about that. What happened to Heroic, huh? Yeah, well, that's, that's for that's, next that's episode. As much, that's as much as we can say about EPL at this point. Yeah, we'll <laughs> talk about that next week. See you, everyone. Bye. Best Esports Oz. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? Trade.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy to use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.it.gg.